Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. The last Monday Night War Stories. You came to me. <laughs> I was doing the end is near. <laughs> the end is near. Right. Bum, 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 bum. I was going to say end of the road. Boys to men. It's been so long. <laughs> Some bye 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 by NSYNC. Yeah, we lost a couple of the boys to men on the road. We, the yeah, we've lost like few. There's, but yes. uh, there's Cosby Boys. He's in Japan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Pudding Pops. And the other one. Good old and the other one. Good old Jared. <laughs> Tito. Tito. Call him Tito. Tito. We lost Tito Boys. Tito Boys. But yes, we're on the final Monday Night War Stories. But this is a special. Super episode, super size, because we have to talk about SmackDown as well. We we get we get to, to talk about yes. SmackDown. So let's get into it. Uh, I'm your host Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the enforcer, the humorous database, the guy that's been here since day one ish ish. He's the one. Billy Gunn, Corey Mack. Show it off. Fingers Sh- together, baby. <laughs> Fingers together. I see it. I'm just saying, I see it. And the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Booble, for the final time. Choke on that, slap nuts. Corey, yo, we made it. <laughs> you can say, how did we get here? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Start <laughs> of God, I was going to like Corey. Oh question. my god. Hey Corey, how did we get to the last oh, episode of Nitro on July '95? Eric Bischoff had a meeting. Oh my god. Um... <laughs> How well, do we get here? The bottom done. Chat f- me up. The bottom done fell out of everything. Fusion. Once that new uh, douchebag in control of TNT and TBS decided that pro wrestling was high, was too lowfalutin for his uh, networks. I, he's not wrong, but but uh, he killed a thirty-plus year tradition of pro wrestling on that on those networks mm-hmm. and uh, canceled everything. And without TV, let's be honest. WCW was deader than Kelsey's nuts, and any potential buyer looked at it and went, nah, it's cool, man. Uh, what am I buying? It was really only worth about $2.5 million. Right? <laughs> so Vince McMahon comes in and says, goddamn, pal. On Friday. You know what? I uh, I had an easy week uh, with the paralegals. I've got 2.5 mil. Mm-hmm. I'll buy your video library, pal. And everything else you have, except for those high contracts. You can keep those. I don't want them. Which is why this was doomed from the start. Mm. Um, we'll get into it later, but uh, I, 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 we're talking about it. So at WrestleMania, when they when they zoom in on the WWE boys, <laughs> it looks like looks like it's a hostage situation. I, I mean, it it was. <laughs> it really was. Not isn't it amazing. Not one of them looked like they wanted to be there, and like. You're out of work otherwise. Oh, yeah. And they were like, I'd rather be out of work, to be completely honest. I thought maybe one... I mean, I mean Meat just left, so fucking, I get that. But. It's Storm's gimmick, I get it. But everyone else, I mean, goddamn. Has to be serious for a moment. I, they look like they wanted to be anywhere else but right there. I'm like, man, I'm also I'm Jones to go to a Thunder taping. <sighs> so yeah, McMahon whooped in on a Friday, bought the son of a bitch, and now the season finale... Of Monday Nitro, in effect, is now a series finale. But what? So we're about to get into Nitro. But uh-huh. what does uh, one WWF do? 
Well, well, they had to do some some negotiating here to set up a. It's wrestling. You're gonna make an angle out of it. Yeah, of so you're gonna have a simulcast at a particular point. I think it's like 20 minutes left in the second hour of Nitro. Yeah. Yep. You're gonna have a simulcast where McMahon is going to be on both shows from from Raw in Cleveland. Uh, but that was not just an easy like. Well, here's what I decide. I mean, they had to go through TNN to get okay about it mm-hmm. because that's they're they're paying for your product to exclusively be on their channel, and now yep. you want to just put it on TNT. So it took some negotiating, but it got done. And uh, he's gonna, of course, he's gonna do what every Vince McMahon masturbatory celebration does, and that's you know, verbally fillet himself as many times as possible. You know, I'm, always, I'm, I'm, always I'm, gonna do, I'm going to do a uh, Vince count. I wish I, I wish I could fillet myself. I mean. So, yes, we get the <sighs> final hour of Nitro's running against the first, the first hour, hour of, of Raw. Raw. And, um, I mean, Raw, uh, Nitro, I, I wish I could build it up any better, but it's a lame duck show. Just, it, it it feels like there's no energy because Tony knows he doesn't have a job anymore. Yeah. Hudson doesn't need a job. Let's because before we even get to the shows, let's talk about what happened in the day. Of hey, we're going to do a team. Uh, we're going to have a meeting, uh, all staff meeting, at the the location we're in in Panama City. And who comes through the door? Shane McMahon. Mm-hmm. So Shane Bruce and there's. A couple of others. Pat Briscoe, maybe? There was one like of three. One, I one of the stooges. One of the stooges. I want to say Briscoe. I think it was Briscoe. I feel but like I know Shane well. and Bruce were there for sure. Yeah, they were there to oversee it and produce it, to yeah. be honest, because now well, I mean, it's their stuff. When he, when he comes out later, Shane's wearing an eye of like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, earpiece. earpiece. An earpiece. Yeah. You can see. I was like, oh, well. But yeah, it was just like. Cause the monitor, I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to do my research, and they're like on Bleacher Report, there is a. Booker T and some other people, Jeff, I think one of the Hardys, and it's like a, the like verbatim of what happened that day for them. Yeah. Like how Scott Steiner's freaking out about him. What are they going to be doing? You know, Booker T saying that, you know, hey, we, I thought I was going to retire in WCW. Um, uh, Matt bringing up about how he, he was wondering what was going on on the other side, but like, during hour one, they have a match, which we discuss later on during the that time frame. And he's like, I don't know what's happening on that end of the book, but, you know, we wanted to know. The one thing that I enjoyed and I actually went back and listened to a little of it was Jeff Jarrett's podcast talking about this final weekend. About how him and some of the boys just got shit faced the night before because they were in that. Some brand Stevie Ray lost. That redneck <laughs> Riviera. So they just got shit faced. Uh, Jarrett not really worrying because again, he's uh, smart. Smartest man in the building. Because <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat, his first thought was, "Well, I'm guaranteed contract through like September, so I'm going to get paid. Yeah, I got paid. I got money. Son. So his first thought was, "Really, I've got the summer off." <laughs> so like, but not a lot of people were thinking like that. A lot of people were freaking out. Scott Steiner, you're now without a job because uh, you're. You burnt some bridges. You, not, not exactly you the, bridges the best place there. And your contract's a little too high. Uh, Booker T, uh, of the, I don't know if DDP signed that night in Panama City, but he signed real soon afterwards. Uh, he took a massive pay cut to do it. 
I can't decide if that was... I want to say that was smart, in theory. I mean, it Be- got him off on work for the next 15 years. Not only that, but it you had to know Goldberg and Nash and Hogan, who was in litigation anyway. Sting. Sting. They, they weren't going to take those pay cuts, right? So you're missing some star power, so if you get yourself out of that and in quick, you have a better chance of becoming a star because that's one of the guys that they'll be... And who knew that they were... And you could like, not like DDP all you want. Which I don't. I'm not the biggest DDP guy, but I think we can all agree they absolutely fucking killed him and didn't even try to capitalize on what was actual star power. Well... Because unfortunately, uh, his gimmick was somebody else's gimmick that was a much bigger star in that company. So not anymore. It was like a, a positivity. I'm never going to give up and die thing. But I mean, I'm still standing. He hadn't been doing the People's Champ shit since The Rock made it his own like three years earlier. I don't think they knew that. I think they probably just well, they probably saw didn't. The but the but what they did was the whole positively and smile. No, and what then they the had stalker, him do was the stock the Undertaker's horse faced wife. When he's got Kimberly at home, that First made a of lot all, of... Hashtag we're Sarah. Yeah, that made a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, I've got filet mignon at home, but goddamn, that Oscar Mayer shit looks good. Um, damn. Hey, facts. call it facts. It's facts. Damn. And then Taker, well, I don't want to put over any WCB guys, so uh, he he can't work. Yeah, he could. All right. This uh, this whole like WCW guys couldn't work shit. Started with Jericho. Like, oh, okay, guys, if you say so. Notice this when they were concerned about their spot. Like, DDP wasn't going to take Taker's spot in any way, shape, or form. But that could have been a name to make money off of, and they fucking threw that away as fast as they could. But I digress. I, in theory, it's a smart move. It ended up being a career killer, to be honest. But whatever. Shall we do it? Yeah. Shall we get into let's, it? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, and it wasn't until I watched Raw this time, which we'll get to later, I didn't realize that uh, they had filmed different stuff for each Me too. Show. I was like, Me yeah. too. Oh, there are some things. I haven't on, seen some of this stuff. <laughs> there are some things on Raw that happens, and I'm like, didn't happen on Nitro? Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. But, no, because they had to fill stuff on both shows. They did. Well, I'm stupid, Corey. For Monday, Nitro, March 26th of the year 2001, we are in Panama City. I love, like, Vince continually making fun of them for being there when you're in fucking Cleveland. Cleveland doesn't rock. It sucks. But they were at the Gund Arena. I don't give a fuck where they were. Cleveland it's blows, where the dude. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. Yeah, because that's where the fuck that belongs. <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. When ne- I, where, it's never made where, sense. Where should, it be? Where, where should it be? New York. Uh, no, it should be in Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis. I, I, I'll be, I'll, I will be honest. <laughs> Why? Because Jerry Lewis? I mean, it makes sense. King I, of rock and roll. I'll be honest. I honestly thought the Hall of Fame, before realizing where it was, <laughs> I thought it was in Memphis. It has never made sense in Cleveland. They must have got a <laughs> great tax Ohio. break. Ohio. What? Where, where, where are all the Hall of Fames? You have LA, you have New York, you have Memphis. No, Is there it's anybody in Cleveland. from Cleveland? Who's like a who's a Hall of Famer in music? You know why they put it there? Because Besides and Harmony, of course. No, there's yeah. a DJ named Alan Freed, Thanks, who Alan. like in 1952 ah. started playing race records late at night and called it rock and roll, even though that name had already been around. He didn't invent it. He just called it rock and roll on his radio station, and from then on, especially when it caught fire a couple years later, boy, he ran with that. 
I created rock and roll. I created the term. I did so much for rock. And that's why it's in Cleveland. Gross. We well, are she in, got fucked up in that payola scandal in 59, so he killed himself later. Boardwalk Beach Resort in Panama City, so we're outside. <laughs> of course we are. Is, I mean, is it like, I, I know that Corey just shot at some man, but he's not wrong. That's some bull horseshit. Is it fitting that the first Nitro <laughs> was in a mall? And then the very last one is in a resort in Panama City. I like how the, the, the spring breakout concept was cool. Yeah. And in 97 and 98, it was cool. 99, it's still. Yeah. By 2000, they were not in Club La Vila anymore. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, where are we? And we're we're getting yeah. dodgier and dodgier. Like, why wouldn't you go to like, um, like Cancun or something? Nope. Panama That's City, a great question. Where the women are hotter. Panama City. Uh, commentary team is one Tony Schiavone and Scott Hudson. Tony, seen it and I don't believe it. Tony Schiavone, this entire show. Oh, you can just tell he is in hell. Having those, having Bruce Pritchard in his fucking ear, telling him what he should say. I'm surprised the motherfucker didn't get up and walk out halfway through, because he knew he didn't have a job waiting for him in fucking Connecticut. But he is a pro. And he finished the night. Yep. I'll, we'll get to it. Okay. He almost, I almost heard him vomit in his mouth the first time he said, Mr. McMahon. Not Vince. Hudson. Mr. McMahon. Kept saying, like, he was just like, I'm going to say this 400 times. <laughs> he just kept saying Mr. McMahon. It's hilarious. If they want to give me a tryout, great, but I've got my $400,000 a year job going back tomorrow. I don't need this. Sting's getting me a real estate license <laughs> right. on the side. Team up. Real estate Scott and real estate Steve. We start the show off with a promo by one Vince McMahon. One that I remember. Yep. Now, I, don't, I don't blame him here. Yeah. If yeah. I was in a tooth and nail fucking vicious war where my company almost went under on a couple of occasions. Yep. I'd be pretty high on my own shit, too. He if legit I bought couldn't pay Brett that money. He legit couldn't yeah. do it. And then about four months later, he found it. <laughs> I'd, be here, I'd be pretty high on my shit, too, at this yeah. moment. He, come, he, <laughs> he shows up, and he talks about how I, myself, Vince McMahon, has purchased one World Re- you know, WCW. You could have pushed me and my friend over with a feather. So you guys didn't know? We did not know. We didn't have, we had been hanging out. So in Nitro Stock, you're like, what the fuck? I had been working all weekend, not paying attention. We didn't, neither one of us had a computer. So it's not like we were online yet. Like, or internet was around, but it wasn't oh, yeah. as big but as I, what it yeah, is yeah, now. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have a computer. Yeah. So, like, smartphones weren't a thing, really. So it's like, I didn't know. So all of a sudden, we're watching Nitro. And it's the first time we turned into Nitro in, like, Like, you just had weeks. a hunch. Like, let's just watch tonight. Uh, he was off, and I was off. We're at his house. We're like, let's watch Nitro. And this is how it starts. And we're both, our jaws are on the floor. We're like, when, when, what? What? Huh? How? how? Why? Whoa. What's crazy <laughs> about that? What? Is I did know that he bought WCW. No, I, I tuned in specifically to see what happened because I knew he bought it. I, I, I watched Raw. Clue. I watched Raw. didn't watch Nitro. I tuned back and forth the second hour. That's about it. I remember... Um, I remember watching Thunder because I never watched Thunder, right? Mm. I remember watching Thunder... Or not Thunder. It was Nitro... Was it Bischoff on Nitro that Bischoff did the was on Nitro. the week before? Yeah. So I was actually watching Nitro orange. the week before. I was off... And I thought it was weird that they were calling it a se- season finale. 
And I remember thinking in my head, that's probably not good. But then not really thinking much more than that, just going to go on with my business. And then, yeah, this comes, and it's just like, holy fuck. Okay. I wasn't watching Nitro at the time, so I, I didn't know. Uh, you and about four million other people. Yeah. yeah. Weird, weird. So, and after Nitro's done, I, I want to talk to you guys a bit about the plans that might have been around. Okay. So uh, Vince brings up that he will address WCW tonight, and the fate of WCW is in his hands. If that's a classic shot. Just it, like paralegal titties in his hands. Commentary. Uh, they're in shock and all. They don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what Mr. McMahon will say tonight. And as they're saying that, the most drizzling shit, cheap-ass pyros going off in the sky yeah, like, above the ring. I'm like, what a depressing fucking shot this I, is. I, we said it before we started, this is so on brand yeah. for this fucking company like at the dud. end. It's a this dud. This is exactly what the final Nitro ever should look like. I'm like, this is like if my like if my daughter was four and designed the pyro herself just, to go off. I like that shot, right, that we're talking about. I just want you to realize that less than three years before that, they were in the Georgia Dome selling forty five thousand tickets in like three in three days. And I think they have like maybe four thousand people. They might have maybe. gotten. They might have gotten thirty five hundred people here. They might have, no. I, if I remember correctly, it was less than a thousand. Because on Thunder, they were still saying, "Hey, if you want tickets, call this phone number." Because it was free. We'll give you tickets. It, well, it was on the beach. They didn't. It was free, and I don't think very many people were there at all. I mean, I don't blame. I don't them. go to spring break to watch wrestling. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get. I don't go to spring break. I'm trying to get deep into something. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, hey, come on. Rats. Rizats. Rizats, baby. Um, let's see if I can find it for you quickly. Well, while you're looking, what yeah. was the, what happened next? Uh, one, Mr. Uh, Ric Flair comes out, not as uh, not as the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, no, the president's over. That gimmick's over. Uh, but he is out as one Ric Flair. So, watching this promo. Yeah. They're all carny. Lying is a part of wrestling. Yep. This motherfucker spouted so much bullshit that you know he did not believe. Because he's like banding about for WCW to live forever. And Vince, yeah. The whole time you're just like, no, nah, this motherfucker don't buy this at all. Like he's, this motherfucker is ecstatic. But he did a great job selling it. He did. It was a he, really good promo. It's my favorite Flair promo in a long time. He did. He did. It was classic Flair. It was classic stand-up. And it's just, it's weird knowing that, no, he was fucking doing cartwheels in his fucking head. But, and um, he challenged, <laughs> we're going out like we went in, guys. Yep. Yeah. Um, he, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, I was going to say, uh, he comes out, says uh, what he just saw, you know, with Vince with the palms of WCW in his hands. Uh, Flair says that uh, WCW's been running neck and neck with Vince. Uh, says that WCW, are, and they're not going to go anywhere. Uh, Flair asked Vince, uh, where was he in, and uh, where was he in the hour long matches, the blood, ble- bleeding, sweating, tears? Where were you during all those? Uh, Flair, fucking interns. Flair brings up his greatest opponent in WCW was one Sting, and he challenges Sting to a match tonight. So, the very end of that promo. We started talking about Sting. That's where the real stuff. That's where the real stuff was. That part got me. I was like, "Oh man, dude, he got me in the fields with that one." 
I'm so conflicted about this. It's, I mean, if you're going to go out, you have to have these two wrestle. Makes yep. all the sense in the world. But knowing how little confidence Fleur had in himself at the moment and how he didn't feel he was ready. I mean, he wore a shirt. Yep. Like, he, he did not want to do this match and fought against it. But According to stats, a few thousands, a few scattered <laughs> thousand people for the uh, attendance. If they say so. If they say so. So let's go to our first match tonight. So we have Vince buying WCW. Guys, mm-hmm. it's the night of champions. It's a it's every title's on the line tonight. Figures the one thing Vince got from this fucking show was the goddamn pay per view night of champions. I every time they go back to the desk, I wrote that earlier, but every time they go back to the desk, Tony is just he's like shell shocked. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't fucking know how to process what the fuck is happening in his life right now. Yeah. I'm going to go behind the scenes it's a little crazy, bit. crazy, dude. Let's go behind the scenes a little bit. I just kept watching bit. his face. I was like, damn. Since November, December 1999, this guy's been fighting for his job. Yeah. They wanted to get rid of him as soon as Russo came in. Ironically enough, the one person who had Tony's back and said, don't worry about it. I like what you do. And as long as I'm in charge, you have a job was Russo. Which is why Tony never says anything bad about Russo. Because Russo's the only one who had his back. Mm-hmm. But ever since then, they've wanted to get rid of his ass. And so the, it's been stressful for like over a year. And now, through different circumstances, he knows he's gone. He, he knows there's, well, there's no company, period. Vince, who knows what he's going to do with there's it. There's no spot for him there. I mean, they have... I'm not... Yeah, they got... They have fucking, Michael Cole, like they're... What am I going to be the new Hermie in the back? I don't want to do that. You know, fuck, fuck this, you know? So let's go to our first match tonight. And by the way, I do have the times. For this. Oh, they they're were fast. Yeah. They're fast. This is beat the clock nitro is what yep. this is. As our first match of the night is for the U.S. title and the WCW heavyweight <laughs> title. Hot here, huh? Well, no. So before we get into the match, this um, I, we were both in a state of shock still. Yeah. But as soon as this match started, we were like, oh, Booker's winning. Because we, we immediately, our wrestling minds immediately started into, okay, well then. Who's going? What remains at the end of the night? You yeah, know what I mean? Think Flair, yeah. And no, I mean, like, who's possibly going to WWF? Mm. Who's Is going? Is there going to be a WCW to still be like part of it? So, and as soon as this opened, we were like, oh, Steiner's done. Yes, yeah. Booker's winning and he's going to be a part of it. So it kind of took the wind out of the sails. Yep. So it's Scott Steiner defending his heavyweight title versus Booker T for the U.S. title. Uh, Booker ducks a Steiner line and hits a spinning heel kick. One, two, three. <laughs> I wish. Uh, Booker in the corner giving Steiner the 10 punches, but Steiner power bombs Booker. Steiner tries to use the pipe, but Booker ducks and he hits, uh, Steiner hits the post. Steiner with a belly to belly for a two. Booker reverses a back by drop and hits a drop kick. Booker hits, for the last time, guys, the ghetto blaster. An axe kick. Uh, Booker with a sidekick. Steiner reverses the bookend and hits a Northern Light suplex for a two. Steiner goes for another powerbomb, but Booker lands on his feet and hits the bookend for the win. So ending the final Nitro as double champion, Booker T as the U.S. and heavyweight title. This first match went a whopping, I want to say, eight minutes maybe. I, I don't even think I think five maybe. Oh, there it is. Thank you. Uh, it went a whopping five minutes eleven seconds. Jesus. Um, Bubba Jenkins. 
you guys, I don't think will relate to this. I related to this because it reminded me of old 70s, 80s territory wrestling when a new booker came in and wanted to get his people in place. That's what this match reminded me of. Like, all of a sudden, Stenner's not cutting no promo. He's barely flexing. He's just there. He doesn't get a lot of offense in. (laughs) They're probably like, yeah, we can't give Stenner a mic tonight. We can't do that at all. And then five minutes in, he does the job and he's gone. Uh, and it reminded me of like, that's oh shit! It, that's what it looked like. The new Booker is getting his people in place. <laughs> like, that's what it the looked times like. They it are like. changing. Yeah, that's exactly what this was. Yep. Um, then we go on. To, hey, by the way, since we're in Panama, we have spring break still, and we're doing highlights from uh, this past couple weeks. It was days. also depressing. <laughs> um, we go backstage with again Vince McMahon on the phone talking about how uh, WCW is doing a show at some redneck place in Florida. Can you believe this? Can you the believe redneck this Riviera. So that's a, a two count for Vince on TV tonight so far. Uh, we get a recap just, of... In my notes, all that I just wrote, <laughs> Vince shits on WCW. That's just all I wrote every yeah. time he did it. Uh, we get a recap <laughs> of Booker winning. Our next match, it is... Uh, the winner of this match yeah, is a taking... A bonus match, on, folks. <laughs> a bonus match. The winner of this match is taking on uh, Primetime and um, Romeo for the Cruiserweight Tag Titles tonight. As it's the Young Dragons, Kaz and Yang versus Shannon Moore and Evan Courageous, two okay. counts, versus the Filthy Animals of Ray at Mysterio Jr. and Kidman. Damn, dog. Everybody in this match but Courageous made it to the company. That is unfortunate. <laughs> that is real yeah. rough. Holy shit. Fuck you, kid. God damn. Kaz with the headsters to take over on more. Does he still wrestle? No. Who? Courageous? He he may have done some stuff in 2001. Yeah. But I think by 2002, he's pretty much done. Jesus. Because he he had done uh, soap opera shit before. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, Kaz with the headsters to take over on more. Kidman with the headsters to take over on Kaz. Courageous with a face buster uh, on Kaz. Yang with a released German uh, suplex. Yang dances, but Ray hits a springboard drop kick to him. Yang with a somersault to the outside onto uh, Ray. Uh, Courageous with a springboard crossed by to both Young Dragons and Ray. Moore with a corkscrew flip to everybody on the outside. Kidman decides, hey, let's do my 450, and nobody catches him on the outside. Jesus. Yang with a twisting corkscrew backflip on Ray, but Kidman breaks the pin. Uh, Moore hits the Famouser. Or he calls it the last counter or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, he yells it like old school. Kaz kicks, uh, but... Sharpshooter! <coughs> hits the Famouser. Uh, Dragons hit the double-team uh, uh, finisher. The butterfly suplex off the top rope into Kaz powerbomb, but it's broken up. Courageous hits his 450, but Kidman saves the match. Ray goes for the Bronk Buster on more, but he puts his foot up. Ray with a springboard guillotine leg drop on Moore for the win as they are moving on to take on Primetime in Romeo later on tonight. That match somehow felt longer than three minutes and 38 seconds. Uh, Color was shocked that the animals won. <laughs> God. Uh, Vince 3 here. Uh, Trish shows up and wants to celebrate, and Vince thinks the best way to celebrate is to... Make out with Trish. Just to get up in them guts. Our next match is for the Cruiserweight Championship. Vince, uh, Vince has a firm grasp on what WWE fans wanted to see. Him. Good old ass. Him. Yeah. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship match here is Ch- it's Chavar Guerrero Jr. versus Shane Helms. Helms with a top rope sunset flip for a two. Breaker. 
By the way, I'm, I've been bla- blurring that song lately. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Do you dance to it? He does the natural. I do, I do the Alex Wright. There it is. Uh, Helms with a cross top rope cross body for a two. Chavo with a T-bone suplex for a two. Chavo with the Northern Lights for a two. Helms with a tilt roll backbreaker. Helms with a super kick. Uh, Helms with the vertebraker for the win. And still champion and cruiserweight champion, Shane Helms. So I, back. in my mind, if I'm playing, in my mind, what you've been saying, Corey, is this. Whoever ends up champion, most likely going over. But there's a... We'll see. That's where I put most. Except for one belt. Yeah. Well, well. No. Uh, Nick, let's put it this way. There was absolutely no need to have that cruiserweight tag team match. Yes. <laughs> uh, we go backstage with yeah. Booker T as he's talking about how he's double champion. He says that there are more chapters to come, and he'll prove why that he's the best in the, in the world of wrestling. There's four other dudes saying that already. you got to find something else to say. Oh, no, that's right. He just copies everybody's fucking slogan now. That's right. That's what he does. Shut the hell up. Save the drama for Vince McMahon's mama. What? What? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Dig it. Our next match is for the... Oh, wait. wait, wait, wait. Oh, use, hell yeah. Dig it. I wouldn't use that one. If By the way, that Cruiserway <laughs> match went uh, four minutes and 39 seconds. Oh, hell yeah, dig it. Oh, hell yeah, dig it. <laughs> Our next match is for the um, Tag Team Championships. Um, as it's going to be Team Canada, Mike Awesome and Lance Storm taking on Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare. As they're playing the Canadian Anthem, we cut to Vince and Trish. As then Michael Cole comes in asking Michael. what's going on with the job security for WCW. Vince tells Cole to get the hell out of the room. And then we cut back to camp- the commentary team going, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> So that, so that's Vince number four. That's a shoot, brother. Um, awesome with the top rope back elbow drop to Palumbo. O'Hare puts Awesome on the shoulder on his shoulders and slams him onto the mat. Storm with a standing sidekick. Awesome goes for the Awesome bomb, but Palumbo falls back on his back and hits the super kick. Then we get a Sean Tom bomb for the win and still champions Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo. That match only went three minutes and twenty one seconds. So. Because I don't remember. Mike Austin never shows up, right? He does. He does show up? Yep. He just seems like a Vince dude, and then will Man, yeah. because I don't remember him, he clearly didn't have a good run, but... Yeah, that's true. No, he shows up. Damn, Everybody man. on this show except for Grace. Steiner. And Ray. Courageous. And Ray. For time being. Yeah. Um, and Sting. Are people that they... And Flair. Are people they know that they've already got. Because all these guys are... Mid, cheap, middling cheap middling contracts cheap contracts that they can buy yeah so they know okay well we're going to use the people we know we're getting what we're going to do with them fuck who knows but these are the dudes we have so um we get a history from last week of our next match as it's the feud between Bam Bam Bigelow and Sean Stasio I just why if remember no if, one was asking for this if the mecca of mid wins yeah uh, uh he he gets some, he gets some ink he gets some fresh ink if you say so. Uh, Stacy comes out first. Uh, so it's Sean Stasiak versus Bam Bam. And if Bam Bam wins, Mr. Mecca gets ink. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do oh, it. Of course, one more time. What was your music? It's horrific. Which music. is what the inside of me is saying every time I watch her fucking wannabe strip walk her way to the ring and try to be hot. It yeah. might be the worst music in the history of wrestling. 
in, the his, there, in the history of our great sport. Uh, has there ever been a more naturally beautiful woman who comes across as unhot as she does when she's trying to be hot? Kimberly? Nah, nah, I give no. Stacy the key, yeah. the win here. She's naturally beautiful. But when what she's doing, she's trying so hard, and it just comes off so bad that it's like... But when Kimberly's uh, not, it's fine. But yeah. when she's trying to be like the but, what she was towards her last but run, Stacey's it's just worse. like... Because um, Stacey can't even do like the she she can't even do the walk where it's like coordinated and hot. It's just like she and she ass. was a nitro girl. <laughs> yeah, she's not um, curvy. No, is, is the thing. So she's trying. She's acting like she's curvy and she's not. Yeah, she just has the legs. Uh, Stacey uh, uh, goes uh, uh. for the top rope cross body, but Bam Bam moves the other way. Bam Bam hits the flying headbutt. Uh, Stacey gets on the apron. Uh, Stacey does to distract the ref. Bam Bam goes for greens from Asbury, but uh, Stacey holds Stacey. Uh, Stacy holds Stasiak's feet for him to land on his feet and hit a neck breaker for the win. So, uh, that, okay. Uh, by the way, that match went a minute and <laughs> yeah, guess I'm not bringing in Bam Bam. They are not. Yeah. Um, minute 23. Unbelievably though, to bring in Stasiak. Need more of that meat, baby. We go backstage at Monday night raw. With William Regal entering the Vince's office, number five, wearing a WrestleMania jersey, which everybody wears. Oh, yeah, they're going to pimp that tonight. Regal is <laughs> asking if Vince is sure he wants to buy a WCW. <laughs> Are you sure you want to buy that disgusting WCW? I, I spent some time down there. I just want you to know. And there was a lot of nonsense there. It's a, it's a filthy place. And Vince is like, don't worry about it. Oh, and when they go back to Nitro, Tony drops a dick on Steven Regal's fucking face, Yes, he does. He's like, that goddamn piece of shit was here. We put his stupid ass over. Fuck him. (laughs) I was like, goddamn, Tony. Yeah, like, Jesus. Tony has had enough of them just ripping WCW a new one. It tells us we're going to do fire. We fuck fuck right here. I don't give a shit. So he fucking shoots <laughs> on Regal. I was like, get him, Tony. I'm get like, him. Damn. The empty belt barrels. It was fucking great, dude. Cause you know he really does like Regal in oh, life. He, he, he does. Like, honestly, Regal just happened to say the thing that they just he was like, fuck it. He's like, pissed him off. I mean I Oh my god. I it was gotta so be honest, great, dude. I'd be the same way if I was sitting there all night and they're just shitting on oh us nonstop. Yep. Every vignette is reminding us that we lost, that we're losers, that we were lucky to even be breathing air, let alone fucking encompassing <laughs> uh, the world. I'd have had enough too. I'd be like, what the just, fuck, he man? Just dropped it on him. God damn it, Sony. Uh, we get highlights of spring break again. We got earlier today with Shot D- to Ricky Rackman, I guess. Yeah. We go back to uh, earlier today with DDP getting a sit-down interview one-on-one on a with yacht himself. or something? Where that the fuck was he? Yeah. That should have been a cue that he signed. <laughs> uh, he's loving everything. He loved everything about WCW. He thanks the fans and his wife, Kimberly, for la- letting mm. him live his dream. Still his wife? He's still married? Uh, it's around this time that they're... They may have still technically been married. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Hashtag uh, can relate. As DDP thinks it's time for Hashtag him, bang. it's time for him to take it up another level. <laughs> hey, Rock, I'm taking you to Bangtown. <laughs> I'm gonna start stalking Mr. Head. Then we get a DDP uh, <laughs> Then we get a recap of Night of Champions of photos of old old Photo champions. Stuff? Yes, Macho. Did you write them down? Yes, I meant to text you and how I wanted you to because. So I'm not. So before you say the names, yeah. This package got me a little bit. 
Yes, it, it uh it hit me a little bit. I was like, God so damn it, man! So these are Night of Champions. It basically it's just the WCW Heavyweight Title. Yeah. We hey. have we have Macho. Hmm? We have the Giant. Mm-hmm. We have Where Dusty. We have Hogan, Ron Simmons, Nash, Sting, Funk, Muda, Brett, Sid, DDP, Barry Windham, Booker, Scott Steiner, and Ric Flair. Damn. 16 right there. You couldn't float a photo of Vader in there? He's... Nobody wants Vader at this point. <laughs> he is just persona to nobody. He went back to Japan and started killing motherfuckers is what he uh, did. I loved this package. I, this was beautiful. This is probably my favorite part of the show, to be honest. This was so good. Uh, probably either show. Because, like, I, I'll be honest. As a staunch WCW guy, I don't like this night. I don't have fond memories of March 26, 2001. There's nothing about no, this it's night. it's not. That makes me like, like you, you're like a WWF guy through and through. And this is like your time range too. So I can completely understand. This is an interesting, fun night. To me, this is a shitty night. This is no fun. It's a funeral. It's a funeral. Mm-hmm. And, and, more, and in more ways than one. Because it's a funeral for the business that never has recovered to this point from this night. Mm-hmm. So. I it's, eh, it's, it sucks. It's that watching, rewatching everything. Rewatching everything, and we're starting over next week, right? Yeah, we're right back to episode one. Yeah, episode one. Oh, first pay per view redo. Redo. Yeah, we'll do. Thanks a lot, Jeff. That's right. Uh, I rewatching everything, and I'll bring it up more on our next week's best of. I prefer WCW this this six years overall. I would go WCW. Yeah, WF got the 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 right things right. Of the three, what'd you prefer? Oh, ECW too. Mm-hmm. WCW. Yeah, yeah. I would say because I was never an ECW guy. It was never considered. Never ECW. found it. Every time <sighs> I watched it, I'm like, oh, I'll watch it next week, and I'm totally. Forgot. I tried a couple times. I was like, I what is this shit? I came too late to ECW yeah. to, to, to weekly, so it'd be third place. Um, WF is second. And don't get me wrong, I don't hate WF. Fucking first bench I ever saw was WF. That's what hooked me. That's the company that hooked me. Repo Man. Uh, no, and, and um, but WCW was better. And while going through this again, yeah, they lost, and the last year and a half was a struggle. But overall, I'll take them in the six years. Like, I, I agree with one guy. One guy was watching, or he commented on the Ray Eddy match and had a clip on Twitter, right, from Halloween Havoc 97. And he's like, just rewatching this. I'm on the third match already, and I can't figure it out. How the fuck did they lose? Like so from like, uh, May the 26th, yep. 1996 until Starcade of 98, you're hard-pressed to find a better two years than any company in the history of wrestling, better yeah. than that two years. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck finding it. But there is, we'll talk about it next week, the best of, but there's a lot of things about WCW that I loved more this time around, watching every week. Then I did WF. I love the look, the look. classic look. Yep. I'll take the yep. classic natural look over the Raw's war look any yep. day. But, current Raw, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> more shit. Uh, we go backstage with Vince for number six here as he's on the phone and talking about how it's time for him to We haven't got to the simulcast yet. He's on six. Yep. Not even to hour fucking oh two yet. Oh, my Raw. God. This guy is masturbating freely. Uh, earlier tonight, we get, the, we get a recap earlier tonight of Ray and Kidman winning their match as our next match. 
is for the Cruiserweight Tag Team Championships, Primetime and Kid Romeo versus Rey Mysterio Jr. and Kidman. Joe, can you do me a favor? Yes. Uh, remind me, what color tea is Kidman wearing? It was a great tea. It was a great tea? Yeah. Yeah, well, it was. And, I, we're, and the work proved it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You can tell. I was going to say, you can tell what's going to happen here. Because I think, was it last Thunder is black? Yeah. Or, yeah, no, yeah. He, he pulled out a black one, but he still tried. Yeah. But the gray one. Gray's no effort. Yeah. It's no effort Kidman at all. Um, this guy, he's going to lose. He's wearing gray shorts. There it is. Uh, Kidman Jenkins is holding primetime with Ray, hits a springboard dropkick, primetime with a belly to belly. Uh, Romeo's on the top rope in primetime, flips him on to Kidman. R- Romeo throws <sighs> Kidman over him while See? doing a powerbomb. Yep. Romeo uh, tries a crossbody off the top rope, but Kidman just drop kicks him. Ray with a Sinead DDT on Romeo. Ray with a head scissors takeover uh, over the ropes to Romeo. Ray and Kidman do a double team flying forearm. <laughs> Kidman with a powerbomb and a headbutt for a two. I mean, uh, Ray with a powerbomb. Uh, Primetime with an arms cross northern light <laughs> suplex on Ray for a two. Kidman hits the kid crusher for the win. You're new. <laughs> Cruiserweight Tag Team Champions. And one minute and 58 seconds. Kidman and Ray in four minutes and 43 seconds. I mean, it went fast. These fuckers, they're telling them, get in and get out. It's that, it, it's that Yeah, it's that thing of... Uh, <laughs> Go home. What? <laughs> yeah. Hey, how much time we got? Go home. Okay. Um, then we get a a promo I remember at Sting. In well, hold on. Before that, before that, before mm-hmm. that. They used... A picture of Kidman and Ray celebrating with their newly won titles here at Nitro for, for the next couple of years on WWF TV whenever they wanted to talk about how dysfunctional and shitty WCW was. For some reason, they just showed the same clip Amazing. over and over again of these two celebrating, his dick <laughs> celebrating in the ring with the belts, Ray's face blurred. Yep, because he's not wearing a mask. Yep. Yeah. For for some reason, that was like somebody at WWF was like that is the height of why we won the war, right? Yeah, exactly. wouldn't, like, wouldn't you show like uh, finger poke doom? I don't know. Any- Sean Stasiak, like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 a blurred. It's this fucking gray sweat. This gray wife beater dude winning the title. That's why we fucking won the war. God, in front it. of all these inbred fucking incestual rednecks here in uh, the Redneck Riviera. Yeah, then Sting's hanging around with a bunch of bats. Yep, literally. Yeah. Literally, bats, baseball bats, saying uh, it's a historic night and it's showtime. We got real estate Steve here in a promo. Like we, I mean, at least he showed up. I mean, no other fucker bothered to show up. Remember, as we said earlier, Mr. Uh, hostage situation, Eric Bischoff. Hey, if any, and I mean any, former champions want to come and lace up, come not, on down. I don't blame Bischoff for not being there. Yeah, Bischoff's not even there. Uh, again, we get spring break Tackle highlights. The uh, then we see Vince headed to the ring. That's seven. Seven. And here's where the awkward. And our main event for WCW. Yeah, we'll get to it in a minute. Monday Nitro. Oh, this match. Sting versus a t-shirt wearing uh, Rick Flair. I mean, also a Sting wore t-shirt, too. Um, a t-shirt wearing oh, battle t- t-shirt. It's a wet t-shirt contest. Yeah. So... Corey, Corey knows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know Austin and Rock is iconic. That's fine. This is my Austin and Rock. Yeah. No, as a WWE fan. player for me is what it is. It always, I don't care how many times they ran it And back. I've seen this match in fucking person, son. What's up? I mean, I saw them as two parts of a four-way. I could say that. Um, uh, I saw Flair at the Hogan party. You know, I, I saw Sting versus 
Ric Flair in person. I don't care and how many, as uh, as Surfer Sting, so he was still Prime Sting. I don't care how many times they ran it back. I, it always felt special. It was always like, well, of course it's these two coming back together. You know, these fuckers can have not tonight. I mean, there, there was no winning this, but if they, if you gave them twenty five minutes, it's a four star match without trying. They were like this. They was have a, such chemistry, and it's weird because neither one of them had worked in a long time. Yeah, Flair since June. Says that tag match at the pay per view, but that he'd really yeah. do anything. Yeah. So June two thousand stings since like November two thousand, mm-hmm. and they showed it showed. However, they had wrestled so many times that on autopilot they still coasted to a watchable match. They weren't even they were in calling spots. They just knew no. the spots. Yeah, just, yeah, this was you know the greatest hits of uh, Great American Bash ninety. We'll just do that. Like what's funny is go back to the first ever Nitro and watch them Rucker work. There they still have it. They're still. Just out of the prime. They're not in the prime. They're just out of the prime. But there, it's smooth. It's automatic. They're not even thinking. It's and the same way. It's overshadowed. Yeah. Because old pirate shirt walks in. Yeah. So <laughs> their first what's match he? on, yes, that's, that's the match Luger walks yeah, in. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, so what's even, he doing there? Even that fucking match is overshadowed. Right. So it's like they just can't catch a break. It's God never it. it's been that So T shirt wearing Sting and T shirt wearing Flair. Uh Sting with a hip toss and a drop kick. Sting with a military press. What a drop kick from Sting. What Sting grabs Flair by the throat and Flair low blows him. Flair with his Classic. Flair chops. Flair goes to the top row, but Sting throws him down off it. Flair can never hit that move. Never. Uh Sting with Triple H. He hit it once and it freaked me out. I was like, Whoa, whoa! What is this shit? You're hitting double axe handles? What are you doing? Actually, hold on. I just rewatched an old pay per view that I was doing the grapple rating on, and it was him and Carlito, and he hit. That's a that's a weird match. And he hit that move, and Lawler, the double axel, right? Yeah, yeah. And Lawler, oh yeah, lost he loses his it. Shit. He's like, what the hell? He hit it. He hit the move. Oh, he's gonna win now, Carlito. <laughs> Goddamn! <laughs> Did he win? And he won. There it is. <laughs> But Lawler lost his oh shit. My God, dude. Because it was during the feud, it was the storyline of Flair. If he loses, he's out. He's like, what is this? Is there anybody else, database? Yeah. Who one of their moves is not hitting a move? Like one of their spots is them always having a move for not, not to that level. I know Triple H is at that level of the Flair yeah. top rope. Like he can never hit it. Yeah, the, he tries to copy it. it yeah. Not to that level, no. Flair's the only one who's like, like an offensive move is him eating ass. It's nonsense. Yeah. In fact, if he, Flair's the goat because he's got two. He's also got well, the I mean, fall flat on his face. Bret Hart's goat. First, well, yeah, first that's, of all, that's true. I mean, they reference it in Letterkenny's again this season. Because uh, he, he's also got the flare flop as an offensive move. Yeah. <laughs> like, but so, but I, I, I know this is for next week. I'll, I will forget it. So I'm going to mention it right now since you talked about him. The greatest hot tag in Nitro history. Some guy posted it. Ric Flair comes in. It's the Horseman against the the Faces of Fear, or the the Dungeon of Doom. It's in '96, right? He gets the hot tag, and his hot tag is him low blowing all four guys. I remember this. <laughs> yeah, I he, remember like, this. he low blows Ming. He kicks Barbarian in the dick. <laughs> and the crowd is losing their shit. <laughs> I, when I, this match made me laugh because like they, they were doing the, the spots right, and when Flair did the Flair bump, Sting straight up laughed. Yep, he was just he was he was having fun. This was like, he was enjoying himself in the match. 
Because he gives no shits. Fuck no! Why would he? <laughs> he's, he's like, like yeah. got a, a probably a Mount Olympus. You got to you got to get, get rid of. He's like, I'm not being paid for like another year. Plus, I'm gonna do my stuff on the side. I'm good. I got, I got a three story colonial. I gotta, I gotta and get real quick, here. because we've been bagging on Hugh Morris and he's not on this show. Like fuck, show's better. They showed another one with Arn Anderson and Kevin Sullivan fighting, and Hugh Morris runs in to attack Arn, but he sucks at it. And Arn's already punched Kevin, and he's waiting for him. And he slides in and goes right into a DDT. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's Hugh Morris. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Flair puts Sting in the figure four, but Sting reverses it. Flair chops Sting, but he shakes it off. Sting with a superplex. Greatest hits. Did it all the time. There it is, Sting baby. puts Flair in the Scorpion Deathlock, and Flair gives up. Flair and Sting hug it out. So what's... What was interesting about this is, uh, so are we going to the next show to talk about the sun? Is that how we're, we decided how we're doing Yeah, it? this is yeah. it for Nitro. So, yeah. and it was, because, like, hilarious, because the next segment's the simulcast. So Tony was, like, talking, and they just went to commercial in the middle of a sentence. They was like, well, that's the end of uh, Nitro commentary forever. Yep. I was like, damn, dude, you just, really? You just hard out Tony Schiavone? Get him dirty. You fuckers. Vince never forgave him. God damn, man. So there is one more segment for Nitro, but we're going to come back to that. Here we are. Mm-hmm. So let's go to Monday Night Raw, guys. Go to Cleveland, baby. Let's go to Cleveland because Cleveland, Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. <sighs> Cleveland rocks. Don't make me do it again. That show sucks. That show sucks. Cleveland sucks. All right. So we're in Cleveland, Ohio. The for the 26th of March of 2001. Commentary team is good old JR and Paul Heyman. I, I, Paul Heyman has been such a breath of fresh air. Rem- honestly, because he doesn't have this reputation, but going back, it reminds me of when Madden showed up on Nitro. It was just something so desperately different. Like, there was nothing wrong with Heenan. He's, a go- he's, he's the goat. There was nothing wrong with Lawler except for the tired of the puppy shit. It's just that, wow, such a, a breath of fresh air. And also, I like... It felt more modern. Well, it yes. It modern it up. It did. It was more modern. And Heyman pushes JR's buttons. Yeah, he does. In yeah, a way does. that brings out the best in JR. And I've... Oh, they're so, they're so underrated as a team. You know what's funny is I go back now and listen to them do, like, commentary in 90 WCW, 1990. It's the same way. It's he's needling Jr. the whole time, and Jr.'s getting pricky and you know, persnickety, but it's good television. Poppies. Well, sorry. <laughs> Jr.'s at his best when he's so much fight. It's the Bill Watts uh, training. Oh, cowboy Bill Watts. Goddamn. Oh, I'd love to hear Heyman shoot on the cowboy in front of Jim Ross. That'd be great. That racist sack of shit. No lies detected. Didn't like the Jews either. No lies detected. Jeez. Um, Cleveland, Ohio. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Did you ever see a punk I was? It's in Cleveland at the, uh, whatever it was called now, Quicken Lens Arena. Were the Cavs still wearing those hideous ass in the late 90s? They were. Blue and orange, the, like fucking light blue. Terrible fucking uniforms. Those might there. be the ugliest uniforms in so his back. They had those until LeBron's first year when he changed them. Yep. Thank God. And See, I like the ones you he know came he, up with. Uh, he, drew, he drew them. Yeah. They look good. Did you know that? No. He drew them. Oh. Those LeBron's design for it those, was his rookie such year. A, an upgrade from the those. Cavs uniforms were fucking atrocious, dude. They were the ugliest. Mm-hmm. The ugliest I fucking mean, uniform. terrible, terrible uniforms. 
Uh, backstage with one Vince McMahon for number seven here. Oh my god! Kind of not. So it's a new show for. And Rod. it's a new show, it's technically right? Technically not. It's Vince a new has segment. two TVs behind him, split screening. One's WCW and one's WWF. Uh, so real quick, I'm gonna go back for just a second. Yes. Uh, okay. So uh, uh, sort of. So on those TVs, I noticed he was watching last week's Nitro. Though I was like, "Yep, it's weird." That's weird. Because there, anyways, there, there are, go ahead. I was gonna say there's a lot of things on that on those <laughs> monitors. I'm like, yeah, that was last week. Yeah. Uh, so I wrote this down. I just want to give them their shout out. Your final, because you know it doesn't matter what happens next for us. Your final champions in WCW. Your heavyweight and U.S. champion is Booker T. Your final cruiserweight champion is Shane Helms. Your final tag team champions are Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare. And your first and final ever cruiserweight tag team champions. Ah, second. Uh, I guess second. Yeah. So your second and final cruiserweight champions, tag team champions, Rey Mysterio Jr. and Billy Kidman. That's not a bad roster of champs to build around if you're Except being honest. That's, that's a, no, I mean, that's a Palumbo and O'Hare. Team. I mean, it's people you can grow or you can build up. That's not a bad yeah. list of young talent to build. Those around. are your for all for our purposes. Those are your final champions. Final champions. I'm still, I'm still. I mean, promo wise, he wasn't there yet. And to be honest, he doesn't get there until he's into it for about a year. But they should have strapped Booker with that world belt in like a year earlier. God, his promos are terrible. Jesus, um, he's so so bad. Vince. No worse than Goldberg though. So Vince brings up that he will address WCW. He's he's, 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 no. he's at least originally bad. Just yeah. another guy's entire fucking look. That's all he stole. Yeah. What? No. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Can you dig that, brother? <laughs> God. Oh hell yeah! Obviously Goldberg raised the roof, raise brother. The roof, brother. <laughs> Rest in peace, blood. I got two words for you. Fuck yourself. <laughs> so Vince has. Uh, the two TVs saying tonight he will address the fans, address WCW. And what's that on my screen? Is that one Jeff Jarrett? You know, he used to spell his uh, name J-E-F-F. I think he might spell it a little differently from now on. How's that? Double G, double O, double N, double E. Gone. Gone. So that Got means him. that's the least surprising one of the night. So Jeff Jarrett on air firing for yep. Vince McMahon. Well, you know, yep. Jeff Jarrett took notes. He remembered that. Cliff yeah, notes. Yeah, you, don't, you don't worry about that. Smart you don't worry about all that. Smart I got that taken care of right room. here. Yes. Since with a slap note. <laughs> we go commentary <laughs> as they bring up the main event. Our main event tonight, guys. Um, Stick of Claire. No. no. They fly him to Cleveland. Double duty. Woo! Fuck. As, by the way, this upcoming week, this upcoming Sunday, it's WrestleMania yeah. 17. Oh, I, would have, I would have never guessed with the fact that every person under contract is legally forced to wear a goddamn baseball jersey. Thank you for that. I'm going as to do that. Jersey, though, tonight, jersey, guys, nice as jersey. if it's going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. You don't say. Taking on the, the Dudley Detail match. No. <laughs> the Brothers of Destruction. God. Kane damn and it. The Undertaker. They've, they've surpassed Hardy's and Nellies for me now. I'm tired of this shit. They Why? Sh- we know they don't get along. There Why? is no mystery to this. Why are you putting this on TV a week before Mania? You already won. <laughs> like, There's literally no need for this. 
you won. You can go back to the Bastion Booger like, you doink matches You literally announced you that you won. It's officially over. <laughs> Kurt Angle versus Dean Malenko the rest of the way. It's over. I mean, yes, good match. I mean, yes, please. Yeah. So we could have that instead. God damn it. Fuck you, Vince. Bring back Dipson. And then we get a... Spike Dudley versus Crash for yeah, eternity. You know what? You lost me here. <laughs> you, you had me in the... Two black men. How about that? Can I just throw one thing out here for you? Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to throw this out there, and you fuckers can try to deny me, but uh, they didn't win the war until. Yo, you're dealing with the X Factor. That's right. All I ever wanted. <laughs> and then X- all of a sudden, the war's over. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Thank you for your service, X Factor. Uh, we got a promo now by one Kurt Angle. Angle talks about how he's had some big news. And the big news is that we are less than a week away from WrestleMania. But I don't have a match. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Uh, how can the gobbledygooker have a match, but Angle doesn't? Oh, he's not wrong. It's Angle facts. says, even though he doesn't have a match at WrestleMania, he's still the best wrestler in the world. Angle is going to keep complaining and protesting until he gets a match. And right before we continue, so right here, I love Kurt Angle. And he is... He had maybe the greatest debut year in the history of wrestling, right? Not everything's buttoned in yet, though. If you notice, he kept waiting for Benoit to come out. He kept yep. looking like yep. audibly at the ramp. He looked up and was like, "I'll you keep, ha- I'll hey, keep look." No, I'll you keep. have to learn how to look at the crowd and not look at the ramp. But he kept staring at the ramp, like, "What's the music gonna hit? I gotta, I gotta fill more time." Yeah, that's a good point. He did do that. Yep. It's like, well, you gotta get a vamp, brother. Got a vamp. Plays fucking music. Um, one Chris Benoit comes out. You don't say. Yeah. Benoit says he has some good news and bad news for Angle. Benoit says the good news is, hey, I don't have an opponent at WrestleMania either. And uh, the good news is, you're not my wife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, and then, you know the bad news is, hey, Kurt, you don't have one either. Bad news bears. Uh, Benoit is tired of Angle complaining, whining, and moaning from the past week. It annoys Benoit that Angle thinks that he's the best wrestler in the world. Benoit says if Angle gives Benoit some time, Benoit can make Angle tap out like a little bitch. Got him! Angle says he's tired of car- he was tired of carrying Benoit last week. Angle has some bad news for Benoit as he accepts the challenge. The worst news for Benoit is that he's, he won't tap out of that stupid crossface. Angle thinks it's crap that Benoit uh, says that he's the best technical wrestler. Angle says that he can make Benoit squeal. Ask the child. And Angle tells him to prove him wrong. As then they get in a brawl. Both men try and put each other in each other's submissions. Benoit gets Angle in the crossface as Angle taps. But Edge and Christian come out to attack one Benoit. So Benoit's the face? (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck, dude? What is happening in this company? Can I posit you guys yeah. a uh, a what if? Sure. What if? Because they hadn't announced it yet. I know they've started to build it, but hell, you can change things. The drop of a hat. What if you kept Benoit and Eddie for a Mania match? No. Yeah. And Kurt Angle, who doesn't have a match, challenges anybody from that 
ridiculous, stupid WCW that Vince just bought. Yep. If you want to show up Sunday and try to prove yourself against a real Olympic athlete, that, that would have been better. And it'd be Booker. It'd yep. be Booker. You don't have to have anybody win. It could be a schmoz. You want to keep both strong. We, but imagine how interesting WrestleMania would have been if you also had a WWE champion show up to wrestle at WrestleMania. We know there's more than one royal family. Remember we talked about this. Like, I remember we talked about this like a month ago about because we were trying to discuss about the Triple H and Rock feud of how to keep that feud going till WrestleMania. Austin, and Austin. we ta- uh, sorry Triple H and Austin, and we talked about how can we get that feud continue going, and we were like Austin has to win the belt, and it can be Triple H. But then we were like, what about Rock? What does Rock do? And we and I mentioned like somebody from WCW, but it it was you know. A, Either Hogan, Hall, Nash, the bigger contract names. You couldn't do it with The Rock. It, had, it would have to be Angle. Because, one, it doesn't become an opportunity until six days before. So your world champ's going to have a match. Yeah. And second of all, that match has got to put butts in the seats. So you'd have to be able to, to build it before. Oh, this is not live. Got it. Okay. Spoiler, she loses. Okay. Well, damn. Backstage. <laughs> Why are we watching this then? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought it, was, it said live. Uh, backstage, we're going to go number eight with Vince on the phone watching WCW, uh, saying that uh, Angle tapping out. And what's that on the screen? Is that Buff and Luger? The Lex Express has ran out of gas, and Buff, he's been stuffed. Vince Got is him. talking. There's a couple more of them not coming in, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Uh, Vince is on the phone as, he, <laughs> as he's talking with Stephanie and about how her and Triple H are on, in vacation, on vacation and enjoy their week off. Yeah, because the McMahon's going to take a vacation a week before Mania. We go backstage with Deborah leaving Austin's locker room. Cole shows up and asks, hey, do you know if The Rock and Austin can coexist? coexist? Are they in cahoots, Joe? Are you damn sick and tired of this? You know, it's possible. It is possible. Corey, come back. (laughs) Corey, it's the last show, Corey. Come on. The Kahootness. All the Kahoots. Just Kahootosity. Kahoots. I'm trying to do the Stacy theme, but with Kahoots. Kahoots. You dance about as well as she does. Thank you. There it is. I try my I best. I don't think it was a compliment, to be honest. I I I, I would take it. Oh oh oh! Ka ka ka! That's what she says when she's getting railed behind. Ka ka ka! There's no padding. Ka ka ka! Exist. Let's go to our first match of the night for uh, one old Monday Night Raw, as it's Taz versus Val Venus with RTC. You missed the Deborah interview, sir. No, he just no, talked I just about did. It. If they can coexist, and she's like, I don't know. Well, I forgot my... she was part. I thought it was Vince talking, so that's right. I no. forgot it was fucking dead. I don't know. That's I tuned her the fuck out. So. Yeah. Uh, you know. So did he until it became too great to bear. <laughs> what? <laughs> of all my shticks on here, my favorite might be like staunch supporter of women's rights, except for the right for Austin to beat the crap out of Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Kept headbutting his face. That's just, this is weird. Just saying, she kept opening her mouth, and these noises would come out. And the noises, I don't know how to explain them. <laughs> They're just noise, like, noise, noise. Imagine nails on the chalkboard multiplied by a jillion. Hall. Um, RTC. By the way, you guys, RTC and the APA are lumberjacks. Why? 
So, okay, fine. So Bruce and Shane booked Nitro. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Who the fuck booked this show? Fucking Mike Tanay? What the fuck is happening on this goddamn show? What are we doing? What? The I I was like, um What happened? <laughs> oh, oh, oh I mean, that's terrible. So like man. So I didn't realize that the night they won, they stopped trying. I didn't realize it was that quick. I thought it took a couple months. I didn't realize it was the fucking first segment. Nope. Jesus Christ. They're straight up in there now. It's like, boom, there you go. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see how Taz instantly puts Val in the Taz mission, but Ira gets on the apron. Jackie gets on the apron. They get into it. APA get into it with RTC. Val gets on the ap- out of the Taz mission, goes for the money shot, but misses. Taz hits the Northern Lights su- uh, suplex for the win. Less than a minute. <laughs> Fuck, well, at least they got that going. It's, it's they're gonna have the fucking fucking uh, oh heat wave. Okay, <laughs> no, that's a, that's the best one. Oh, <laughs> which was the worst one? The answer is yes. Palooza, it is probably sir. that one. Okay, um, we go to number nine here with the Vince talking Regal as animals on the WWE screen. Vince asks Animal what he thinks of his new boss, and then. Uh, Hmm? That's what he says. I don't know why. Because old uh, Johnny Ace already had a job. <laughs> Sponsored by MTV, dude. Um, i trying to remember, what was that logo? <laughs> we get highlights, guys, of the XFL as it's Tommy Maddox is the, uh, the you know shining star. You know what's funny and about that? Is by this, well, by this point, those games had actually become fairly good. Like they had actually, the they had actually like settled into the rule set. They actually knew how to play it. So like, the Toward, highlights they showed were actually really good highlights. Towards the end, the XFL they got pretty good because the first week they were like, "Hey, look at our cheerleaders and their and their cooch. Isn't this fun?" And now they're showing like actual football. It's like actually really well played football. Yeah. What the fuck is happening? I like cheerleaders and their cooch. Let's find out. No, uh, we get a WrestleMania highlights as yeah. it's last year's. It's Kane choke slamming. Uh, Pete Rose, Rikishi Stink facing him. Hey guys, uh, since we have a gimmick match later on that we're going to mark out to, uh, Doink the Clown's in the crowd right now. Yeah, so yeah, who do you want to pick between Kane or Pete Rose, Corey? <laughs> Fuck me, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Is there a third option, sir? Death? Eh, it's been a good run. It's been a good run. <laughs> JR's talking about the battle royal that's happening at WrestleMania with all of the legends. And uh, Heyman's like, first off, they're terrible gimmicks. This is a gimmick match. These are terrible gimmicks. I'm so excited for this match. They're not legends. So spoiler, when we get to it, I'm going to mark right out there. for that match, just so you know how to He's right. They're not legends. Well, I, some are legends, but... I think they're all legends. Duke the Dumpster Drossy? I mean... Our next match is going to be uh, William Regal. As he comes out, he wants to talk about W.C. Fields. As Fields talks about not losing... He wants to talk about W.C. Fields. Fields. As he wants to talk about how it. Fields never lose, uh, not about not losing sleep, and Regal won't lose sleep about uh, before he beats that low life one Chris Jericho. <laughs> um, then he talks about how he wants to talk face somebody from the prestigious Holly family. Of course, he picked a show with Shane Douglas front and center. God damn it! Uh, as he if Regal wants to talk, face somebody from the uh, Regal family, the Holly family. Crash comes out and says he doesn't want to. He doesn't back down from a match, as uh, Crash is handing Molly his the light heavyweight title belt. Uh, 
Regal tosses Crash out of the match, out of the ring, and attacks Molly. So his match is against Molly Holly. Just beats the shit out of Molly. My God. Rubs her face against the match. I was like, Jesus. Crash then comes in, attacks Regal. Regal puts him in the Regal stretch. Doink the Clown then runs in and attacks Regal. Oh, wait a minute. But Doink points Regal in the walls of Jericho. That's a little weird. And it's Chris Jericho. It's Doink the Jericho. Fozzie the Clown. Doink is Jericho. Uh, it was weird that Molly had this because, like, she hung out with Macho for two years. She's put in her fucking time. Like, right? This was unnecessary. <laughs> so, I know you're not on the tweet machine anymore. No. But somebody sad. Somebody posted a gif of uh, what's his face, um, the actor who's in the wrestler, Mickey, Mickey Rourke, Rourke. Rourke, punching Jericho at 25. Yep. And it said. If you look closely, it looks like present-day Jericho went back in time to punch <laughs> Jericho in 2009. This is what you be. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. It's it so good. And it does look like it. Although Mickey Rourke can sing better. You suck at Jericho. I said it. Block me again, you punk bitch. What's All up? Right. Let's Sorry. go to number 10 here with Vince. As, uh, Vince says it's an embarrassing moment for the Regal with Doink the Clown. But it says, what are, you know what is a real embarrassment? Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> Vince tells Rhodes you should be gold dust around here. Did did you know that he wanted to get implants? He did. He actually pitched. God out. fucking damn, Vince. It was the height of his pill prediction, but he actually wanted he wanted to take that character as far as he fucking could and pitched getting implants. Uh, again, we're at number ten here for Vince on the uh, ten count on the. Uh, we're gonna recap. Well, he's shoot, he's that was shooting. a different show. I know. Yeah. He's shooting on some talent though. I'll give you fuck. Yes, he is. Hold the grudge, doesn't he? Uh, we go backstage hell. with Regal telling Jonathan Coachman that Jericho will be in a non-title match against the Big Show. Well, we go backstage. Not Jericho show, not the breakup of Jericho show. <laughs> Over before it started. Yep. We go backstage with Edge Christian going into Angle's locker room and saying, uh, "Before Regal got attacked by a clown, he made them a match for them, as it would be Team Eck versus Benoit and the Hardy Boys." Angle, Angle's like, "That's cool, guys, but you know, I wasn't tapping earlier. I was just reaching for the rope." He's like studying the tape. Bullshit, Kurt. You tap like a bitch. Damn. They have a surprise for Angle as they introduce him to Rhino, and Angle's like, what the hell is that? I wonder if Kurt ever asked his brother if his wife was tapping when he murdered her. Maybe. Hey, did you guys notice that? Uh, Rhino isn't retarded here anymore. They've, uh, they dropped that. Oh, right thankfully. Yep. Rhino says like, that. Oh, he can speak. That's cool. Rhino says that he would bleed for Angle. Um, <laughs> a little intense. Was he listening to garbage right before he cut this promo? And he's like, hey, what, Edge asked him what he thought of a... Uh, Rhino and Angle's like, I don't know about uh, integrity, but he does have a lot of intensity. <laughs> yeah. You know a band called Cannibal Corpse? Yeah, I've heard of them. You know one of their songs is called I Come Blood? <laughs> Checks out. Uh, you know what it's about? Coming Blood. Coming Blood, probably. Yeah, it's, a, it's a literal song title. We go to commentaries. They're talking about <laughs> WrestleMania. By WrestleMania, I mean the main event, Rock and Austin. Uh, we get a recap, the My Way. Uh, Rock Austin Road to WrestleMania. No, we get I'm footage from the. I'm over that, by the way. We get the footage of the sit down interview from last week of SmackDown between Rock and Austin with Jared. Disagreed on here in the show. Yep. Go back and listen to it. That's damn. Bad. I was right. Uh, we we then, all know it. Then we see Coachman wanting to talk with Deborah, but she doesn't want to talk. Uh, then we go to number she eleven. To suck that dick. We go to number eleven as Vince Ooh, is telling. Wow. We go. Uh, <laughs> Wait, this is the podcast we should have never. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, <laughs> no, that's what we're doing. <laughs> That'd be next week. Okay. Uh, we got number eleven with Vince. <laughs> with Vince telling Trish that he is going to go address WCW. So now, 
now. This is where they're back together. This is when they're back together. As this is the end of Nitro and the end of hour one for w- for WWF. The simulcast. And, simulcast. and it starts with a with a goof up. We we start with a goof up as because yep. when we go on the Nitro feed, Vince is walking down the ramp again. But on the raw feed, it's him walking down, finding out that hey, you're too early. And then he goes over to Lillian and yells at her to reintroduce him. Typical Vince shit. It wasn't her fault. Yeah. So reintroduce introduce me again. Your music hits. You walk down. What am I supposed to fucking do? So I thought your simulcast isn't working right. You son of a bitch. So Vince walks back up halfway up the ramp. Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen and, uh, the chairman of WWF and owner of WCW, whatever. She probably, then she probably called him Vernack the Magnificent because she blows most names. Yeah. Uh, here comes Bert Bacharach. <laughs> yeah. Vernack the Magnificent. Uh, Vince says that he's being shown on TNN and TNT. Vince says that he has acquired WCW. He bought I'm going to put this down and take a nap while you uh, yeah. go over what the fuck this guy says for the next 30 hours. He bought his competitor. Vince tells Time Warner that uh, Vince says Time Warner can't sell to anyone. Vince says that they were begging him to buy it. Vince says that, you know what? Probably At WrestleMania, I want Ted Turner to deliver the contract himself and he will sign it in the ring. Fat chance. He's no longer a part of any of this. This guy cannot let shit go. Where is billionaire Ted? Where he cannot, is the Nacho Man? He cannot let shit go. Vince uh, uh, brings up yeah. how he did it. Vince says he might have uh, some help with the WWF superstars, uh, but Vince says he did it all on his own. It was Vince's effort, and it was his money. Vince says that he to beat a billionaire, you have to become one yourself. I would love for him to have like had that moment of like rare honesty. Where he said, "What honestly happened is that I just stood around and waited long enough for them to kill themselves, mm-hmm. and sure enough, they did." Vince says that Ted can come out and watch him uh, beat up his son at WrestleMania. Vince says that he's a competitor, and he grabbed his competition by the throat, like he did with WCW. Vince says that Stephanie, Trish, and Linda will be all in his corner at WrestleMania. Vince says, "What should I do with WCW?" He could take WCW and put it on the shelf. He could watch the old videotapes and watch Hogan do his pose and watch them talk about taking out WWF. Again, I got to stop this. This My God. This, this son of a bitch. My God, dude. First of all, Hogan's not a part of it anymore. Right. But more importantly. 94, sir. More importantly. Jesus. You would. The shit you're making fun of Hogan doing. Is what built your fucking empire. Yep. Hogan must pose was your idea. It, Fuck nuts. It, yep. it literally built your empire. You want to make fun of the Hollywood Hogan air guitar? That's something new. But making fun of him for the posing? Nope. It's like, dude, that the yep. reason you won tonight is because he posed all those years ago. <laughs> you dumb fuck. Uh, if what if we don't put WCW on the shelf? Maybe we can make it a huge media what conglomerate. What's happening here? Like the WWF. <laughs> and then Vince brings up, hey. Who should I bring over? Uh, so, I like this part. This uh, part thumbs up or thumbs down? It's just that it went too long. It did. I know. It, it, it was so fun. So, long. so by thumbs up, thumbs down, it's pops. Okay. Yeah. Let's start with Hulk Hogan. I pop. said a mild pop. He got a mild pop. Mild it wasn't pop. huge, but he got a pop. 
uh, Lex Luger got mm. boo, so he went Nothing. thumbs down. Buff Bagwell got a bigger got a pop, pop than yeah. Hogan. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? I heard the women. Yeah. Yeah. What about Big Papa Pump? Got a bigger pop. Big got a pop. big pop. Got a big Papa pop. pop. Crowd God starts to it. chant Goldberg. Vince is like, what about Sting? Pop. Okay. Yeah, pop. It wasn't, Not a, a, good it wasn't a Steiner pop. Goldberg, the he biggest pop. pop. Yeah, Monster. The, the biggest fucking pop. pop, dude. Vince says, well, he's here. He's kind of gloating or... Uh, Vince could uh, could have flew to Panama and give each other something uh, of his mind. Vince thinks that it's appropriate that <sighs> WCW is at a beer hall. I just thought it was huh. Yeah. Real quickly, yep. before I forget. Go ahead. Biggest WrestleMania of all time in 2002. What if he pays the money mm-hmm. and you get Rock Hogan, yep. Austin Goldberg? Who wins that match? I, mean, you, I think it's the same issue with Hogan it's, and Austin. Who wins it's got to be Goldberg. Coming in. Austin put over I Goldberg. know what you're thinking. He's more likely to put over Goldberg than Hogan. He stole his gimmick. That's that's a weird one. Yeah, but people loved Austin more always. So he's got the heat going for him. But, like, can you imagine? So, I guess my only counterpoint to my counter... I don't know. I'm counterpoint like a motherfucker. Counter, he, already, he already... Killed Bret Hart. You want him to? You want to put Austin in with Goldberg and risk that? <laughs> Motherfucker's already broke as it is. That's a good point. You want to risk that? Yeah, probably not. But but I'm just saying, in terms of box office. I mean, box office is <laughs> ginormous. Uh, shout out to Saudi Arabia. We'll probably get that match soon. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so then Vince goes, God. you know what? I re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Corey just thought about it. And he's erect. Can't confirm. Can't confirm. Uh, Vince says, you know what I would that like to do to terrible. all the superstars down there? Is I would would have liked to go into their face, gotten down there and looked themselves in the face, looked them in the face and go, "You're fired." Okay. Vince is going to put the WCW on the shelf. It's buried. It's done. Vince says, "If you try to com- uh, compete with Vince, you will get buried." Um, then Vince begins to start yelling at the fans, but then Shane's music hits. Well, no, Vince's music. Vince's music hits. I know. And then Shane shows up on the Tron, but he's not in. He's not in Cleveland. Is he in, is he in Topeka? Because oh, Sha- Shane knows better. I'm going to Cleveland. Shane is, uh, Shane's at Nitro. In a turtleneck. In a turtleneck. In a turtleneck on the beach. Turtleneck Jones here you on know, Nitro. Nothing says McMahon like turtleneck on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Vince, uh, uh, Shane says that Vince Ego has gotten the best of him. Shane says that at Vince, uh, Vince wanted to wait to WrestleMania, but Shane saw the opportunity. Shane says the deal with WCW is finalized, and the deal does say McMahon, but the name on the contract says it's Shane McMahon. Classic moment. Classic moment. Uh, crowd pop for it. Crowd. Sh- Shane mm. owns WCW. Shane says, just like WCW in the past, it will kick your ass again. And I'm going to kick your ass. And I'm going to kick your ass. Sunday. This um, turtleneck. We see the fans. So here's the thing. Both from WCW's uh, camera work and this camera work is different. Because in WCW, in the WWEF uh, version, you see the panorama shots of the fans watching off the projectors. You see that. Mm-hmm. You don't on the on WCW. It's just Vince. They probably didn't turn it on. Yeah, it's up. just Vince. 
It's Vince until Shane comes out. Um, and then we, so then this is when I thought, this is a odd, weird thing, is on the WCW feed, it's JR promoting the main event tonight of uh, Austin and Rock versus uh, Kane and Undertaker. And then they show a promo for WrestleMania. And I thought, that's odd. Like for, no. the, for, the, for, the, for the WCW side. Well, no, because once they started the simulcast, it's it was a day of show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the, the announcers aren't even at the table anymore. Tony and Scott are gone. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, from where we watched it, from the it makes gimmick. Makes sense to me. From the, for, no, from the gimmick, from where we watched it, I yeah. just thought that was just. Because an add-on from the gimmick side, not no. not from the real footage. Think of it. There's a way for him to slip in a WrestleMania commercial on the other channel too. Because the very last thing in WCW Nitro, it is JR promoting the main event of Raw, and then a small package for WrestleMania 17. Yep. And that is the last image you see from uh, Nitro, and then the uh, goodbye. Yep. From satellite. Yeah, they said as soon as they. Cut him off. Tony and Scott just got up and left. They just bounced. They were done. They didn't stick around and watch. Uh, what a crazy moment that was. I remember watching that live. I was like, this is fucking, I watched this it live. Is fucking nuts. But dude. the Raw side, not the... This is nuts. I um, I don't think I watched Raw after after Nitro ended. Because I watched yeah. Nitro and I was like... I don't, I because don't really that's remember, because remember we had this discussion a while ago. I'm like, I thought this is why I thought this was the ending of Raw. No. Nope. But it's the ending of Nitro. And that's why my head, I got confused on that end. But it's, what a crazy... Speaking of, you know, the guy on the screen reminds me of something, too. If they were coming back after the six-week layoff, the announced team was going to be Joey Styles and Don Callis for Nitro. Ideal Smeo. No more Tony, no more Hudson. Like, gone, gone, or were they would have been to... They probably, well, because Tony probably would have been a producer. Because you're, you're, I remember you saying that. If they came back after six weeks, Thunder's done. Thunder's it's done. It's just one show. It's just wait. Nitro. No Saturday night. And... That's no, that's been done year. for a while. Okay. And Joe and Bischoff had already talked to Joey Styles and Don Callis about coming in to be the play-by-play team. And he was going to bring in Rob Van Dam. He had talked to Van Dam, and Van Dam had verbally agreed to come in. So you were going to have the main event scene you had, plus Rob Van Dam, plus maybe a couple of other lower guys. I mean, they brought in cash and easy money and... You would have seen some more ECW guys that didn't get signed by WF trickle in. Um, no Hogan. Don't know if you can always trust Bischoff on this one. For now. But I... he says he did not plan on using Hogan. I mean, it's a cute story. Until well, he had a hard time getting TV. And then, oh, I have Hogan, by the way. Oh, okay, here's well, TV now. Yeah, and I, I, think, I, just... I think I almost believe him in this sense if they don't have the trouble with TV. Because he realized where he went wrong like four or five years earlier is that they had to go younger. He was so starstruck and in his eyes with the biggest stars in the business that he didn't go younger. And he realized this time he had to go younger. And why I don't believe him is I'll just give you... I'll, oh, gross. I'll give you TNA as an example of why I don't believe him. He did the exact fucking thing he said he wasn't going to do if he had WCW. He literally did it there. Well, yeah, but he came in as part of Hogan's deal. Like it wasn't even Bischoff. It was Hogan, and Bischoff was his tag along. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get moments ago what just happened in the uh, twenty-minute spot commentary. Heyman brings up, "Hey, there's gonna be hell to pay." 
for what just happened. Uh, number 13 here for Vince yelling on the phone at his lawyer saying that they screwed up. He's very but, angry here. Shall we go to the third match of Raw? No, shall we? As it's the Hardys with Lita and Chris Benoit. What if we had said no? I just went to a award show. Yeah. Tread lightly here. Uh-oh. So you said the Hardys. Yes. And Chris Benoit. Who are they wrestling? Oh, uh, they're taking on Team Eck. Yeah, I'm out. Edge and Christian and Team Eck. You're out on Team Eck. Kurt Angle. It involves two of the three of either the Hardys, Edge and Christian, and Dudleys. Dun- so yes. Okay. But it's um, Christian. Match begins as a brawl. I am so fucking done with this combination hey, or any therefore. Dude, hey, it only ta- this match is like legit like two minutes. I'll uh, book to be part of Nitro, huh? Hardy par- attacks Edge and uh, Angle on the outside. Benoit puts Christian in the crossface for the win. Uh, Benoit ducks a suicide dive. Uh, does a suicide dive on Angle. Matt and Edge are in the ring fighting until Rhino comes in. Oh, he hung spe- himself. Spears him. Lita's checking on Matt, and then Rhino spears Lita. We get XFL highlights. Oh. We. We get a recap of SmackDown of Triple H leaving Undertaker uh, in his own blood. We go backstage with Kevin Kelly, who's with Undertaker and Kane. As Undertaker knows that Triple H would have t- uh, would have taken the night off, he can hide behind uh, McMahon and the skank old lady, but he can't hide at WrestleMania. Undertaker got sixteen staples, and uh, and uh, he's hungry to get uh, hungry for blood, so and he, that's Triple H. You know blood. what I, I wrote down? I was like, "Wait, well, of course you're You're iron deficient. He <laughs> lost a lot of blood." Uh, what the fuck did he get caught with? Because that, like, was some legit staples. What did he get caught with? Or did he, he just blade, like, way too bad? No, he might have blade too hard. he got caught something. Pipe? It was, a, it was a pipe or a fist? It would be a hell of a blade job for 16 staples. Because that is, like, prominent <laughs> in the middle of <laughs> yeah. his forehead. Because it's either, because it, he got hit, attacked with a chair and a pipe. It's going to, it's one or the other. One the holy other. shit, dude. Maybe the pipe, like, you know, like, like the... I mean, they're usually rubber. They're not usually into it. It's probably the chair. Maybe they should probably the chair. Holy fuck, dude. Uh, Undertaker knows that Rock and Austin have issues, but they're not on the same page. Uh, and, you know, they won't make it to WrestleMania. Our next match is Test versus you're dealing with the X-Factor leader, one X-Pac. He's the leader? Oh, it's called X-Factor after X-Pac. Eddie Guerrero comes you out. You can't though. be the leader if you can't get into the ring without getting punched. But can you? Sure. Um, Eddie Guerrero comes out in a ref shirt. Exo facto, he's the special guest referee. Exo factor. Uh, test military presses X Pac, but Eddie trips Test. X Pac with a spinning heel kick. Um, X Pac goes for the cover and Test kicks out. And Eddie's like, "Come on, man, make the three. Uh, X Pac goes for the Bronk Buster, but Test gets up and clotheslines him. X Pac goes for the spinning heel kick, but Test grabs him and slams him to the ground. He goes for the cr- cover, but Eddie cramps up. Tess argues with Eddie, and then Tess punches Eddie. X-Pac hits another spinning heel kick, and Albert gives him the belt. X-Pac jumps off the top rope with the belt, but Tess punches him. Tess hits X-Pac with a pump handle slam. Eddie's down. Another ref comes down, but Eddie pulls him out of the ring. Uh, Albert comes in and hits an Albert bomb for X-Pac to make the cover. Uh, And Eddie runs in and makes a fast count as he punches Tess as he leaves the ring. Yeah, my dude ate that. <laughs> we go backstage with Cole asking Austin about his match, but Austin just stares a hole through Cole. As he's wont to do. Uh, commentary brings up that Heyman still, he's still talking about how Shane screwed Vince tonight. Promo time here by one Mick Foley. <coughs> he's, you know, from Cleveland, Ohio. He's promoting his new book, uh, Foley is Good. Good book. 
I remember really liking the book. I hated the very end though. He where he it's like almost like a thesis on. Remember that part? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's not that it was bad. He had very cogent thoughts, but I was just like, "Am I getting preached to?" He likes to hear himself talk. Yeah. Uh, Foley questions why he's here. Foley says, "So do we." That at WrestleMania, it wouldn't be a WrestleMania if Foley (laughs) didn't get involved. Uh, Foley says uh, he's taken upon himself to be part of Uh -uh. the biggest match of at WrestleMania. Here comes Vince McMahon, number fourteen. Well. Let me ask you a question. This is where you lost me. 12. I have them at 12 right now. Do If you include the simulcast, that's 12 and 13. This, this, this is where you drop me. Like it's This is the whole, like, he's going to show, like, oh, I knew you were up to chicanery back in December. And I went to fucking headquarters with your wife. Who was not in a coma state. And just randomly brought up, like, 8,500 contracts if you look at the stack in front of them. Yep. And I signed each and every one of them. And one of them gave me the right to be the ref in your match. Of I, you lost me. I will say, though, I will say this. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, because of the fact they actually did film it in December. Because oh, they could just put the things there. Different hairstyle. Different hairstyle. Uh, at the time, Foley had his hair like in the buzz cut way. And this time, he's kind of back to the shaggy. No, by mop. December, it was getting shaggy. Maybe he's wearing a wig. Remember when he got fired? It, yes, okay. But it's either it's longer now. It's the point of like the hair does not match the tape. Maybe he went Randall Graves on you. Well, then I'm impressed that he they they did that. But it still was lame. Yeah, and I so he brings up. I yes. was like, yeah, okay. So what? Fo- what Mr. Corey here said that Foy went to WWF in June, and he's like, you know, Vincent wants to be a genetic jackhammer, and there's some chicanery abound. So I signed all these contracts, and then. Uh, People people picked apart Regal's like the the recent the video. If uh, if you're watching this, something happened to me two weeks ago. Well, this is where if you if you see this video, something happened to me four and a half months ago. Yeah, this happened to me four months. So. And I had the clear thought and process to fuck you before you fucked me. So it's, uh, so uh, Vin, uh, Mick uh, Mick Foley announces that at WrestleMania he'll be the special guest referee at WrestleMania in the Vince Shane match. So. <clears throat> I like the Shane mind obviously because it energy. Not that this match needed it, but it injected some more life into the match. Mm-hmm. It really, it really made it kind of a fever pitch. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the special referee angle, but now it's a hat on a hat on a, on hat. a suit yeah. on a hat. Yep, wearing a fake mustache <laughs> and a hat. You're not wrong. Like it's a lot happening here. You got like some comatose wife. Thank you. Uh, $2 slut of a wife. Yep. Whore. $3 slut of a whore. Father and son wrestling. I, Garbage match. What is happening? WCW. Foley is the rest. She, <laughs> did they hire Vince Russo? What the, the fuck is happening? The Trish storyline. I mean, that's My like... God. There literally is like 18 things running through this match. And like, they did a good job like working it all together. Like it all makes sense somehow. But damn. But fuck, it's a lot. Uh, Speaking of that, that, we get a recap of what just happened. Um, We go backstage for 15. uh, Vince yelling, uh, shaking his head and pondering what just happened. Our next match, our fifth match for Raw, Chris Jericho versus, well, the big show. Whip. 
Uh, Jericho jumps at Big Show, but Big Show catches him and throws, runs him into the post. Jericho goes for the bulldog, but Show throws him away. They brawl on the outside until Kane comes out to attack Big Show. While Jericho is talking with the ref, Raven comes out too and attacks Kane with a trash can lid. Jericho hits a lion salt on Big Show, but Regal comes out and hits him with a neck breaker. Big Show hits a choke slam for the win. After the match, Kane attacks Show uh, with a chair. Raven tries to put Kane in a sleeper hold, but Kane throws him off and then uh, choke slams Raven. <laughs> I got an idea. Uh, backstage, Rock finds a stagehand asking where Austin's <laughs> locker room oh, is. Rock asks the guy if he's uh, <laughs> new, and Rock okay. introduces uh, him. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> having fun, guys. He just drilled a motherfucker with a chair. A fan. <laughs> he hit a fan in the head with a chair. He just oh, okay. chucked it at him. Um, we got a promo for WrestleMania. Uh, we got a WF New York. New York <clears throat> guys. Uh, Dudley boys are there, so we shouldn't have them tonight. Um, they say that they're gonna take I TLC. See this part. They're gonna yeah, take TLC yeah. to new heights. Backstage, we see The Rock going to Rock Austin's locker room. Uh, they don't uh, want to team with each other. Uh, Rock says if Austin doesn't mess with The Rock, Rock won't mess with him. Be a man. Austin says uh, that's cool, but yeah, after the match. Luck made money. He's Seven like, bucks, bitch. Rock, Austin's like, well, that's cool, but after the match, though, all bets are off. Our main event, it's Undertaker and Kane versus Stone Cold and The Rock. What? We should have had a, we should have had a bet. How many, how many moves, punches, or kicks actually sold in this match? A rock hits yes. a spine buster on Kane. Austin and Taker fight on the uh, side of the ring while Rock uh, went over to Kane and I pulled him off the apron. Austin hits the Luthes <laughs> press. Undertaker with a big boot on Austin. Kane and Rock are fighting still on the outside. Austin goes for the stunner, but Austin sho- Undertaker shoves him off and knocks, uh, throws him into the Rock and knocks the Rock off the apron. Undertaker chokeslams Austin. Refs distracted with Kane and Rock still fighting on the outside. Triple H, who's on vacation, somehow runs down and attacks Undertaker with a chair. Kane brawls with Triple H on the outside. Uh, Undertaker makes the cover on uh, Undertaker, who got hit by Triple H, for the win. Uh, Undertaker uh, stares down Triple H as he leaves. Austin celebrates with some beers, but uh, Rock sneaks in and hits Austin with a stone-cold stunner. Rock leaves a beer uh, for Austin, and then he uh, goes to the top of the stage and gives a little... Toast to Austin. Not a terrible stunner. No. Of all the moves he takes from other people, this is by far not the worst one he does. Sure, sure. <laughs> there it is. Well, so he's not, not a terrible stunner, but... What, what, should we do the ratings? Or do we want to rate? No, we're going to do super-sized ratings at the end. Okay. Uh, then we're, should we... We're Mark at Noso after SmackDown. That's right. That's the... All right, let's move on a couple days to SmackDown. The 29th of March, we are in Detroit, Michigan. We are in the Joe. Thank you. Joe Lewis Arena. Yep, or motherfucker fell off a roof. <laughs> right? He might <laughs> even wrestle tonight. <laughs> well, uh, commentary team I is... I have to try to take this plunge, brother. Commentary team is Michael Cole and Taz. We get a recap of Monday Nitro. Uh, sorry, Monday Night Raw. As it's Could just... both. Yeah. It's what, just, do you, what do you like better? Cole and Taz or JR and Heyman? Overall, Jr. and Heyman, Cole and Taz are a more modern feel. They're more, if like even at the time, it's more 2001. It's more current. Fair enough. Um, Just another victim. 
Just another victory. As we're going to recap Jeez. of Vince buying WCW. Oh, well, actually, it's Shane McMahon buying WCW. It would have been funny if Paul on commentary, how come nobody offered to buy ECW? God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Stephanie, buy ECW. <laughs> Well, well, uh, promo, promo time with Stephanie As it's Triple H and Stephanie And there were some cops We'll get to them in a second uh, no! tri- okay. Triple H comes out and says that uh, the place they He could uh, Who could beat the man at the top of the mountain Undertaker was Wait the man that came out Wait a minute Do you mean the, the king of the mountain? The king of the mountain <laughs> and he great. Undertaker was the man that came out and said Triple H hasn't beat him And this is his yard Triple H says that Undertaker has only seen him uh, seen a small portion of what Triple H is capable of. Uh, Triple H says Undertaker's yard is in the middle of Triple H's world. And I'm a brief you boy. Uh, Triple H shows the footage of three weeks ago. Triple H attacking uh, him on Raw with the chair. Last week, Big Show and Triple H beating up Undertaker. Yeah. Last Monday, well. Triple H costing Undertaker his match. Um, Undertaker has done a lot of talking, but Triple H has done a lot of ass-kicking. Undertaker comes out, and then the cops get in front of the uh, ring. Corey. I knew they would. Corey. Yeah. Who are the two cops <sighs> in that five five or six cop line? Oh, they were glorious. glorious. It was the glorious Bobby Roode and Mr. Kennedy. Didn't even notice it. Yep, there were the two right in Kennedy. There were, there were the two they focused on the on the screen. They were I just won't right lie, I I'm I, so bad at noticing I have, that I, shit. I have those two. Like I don't remember who Stan is that Sean kicks. I know it's a dude, but it's Sean Spears. Yeah, I know it's somebody, but but I honestly thought one was them, one of them. I put in my notes just in case because I have question marks. Around oh, just them. incredible. Eric Young. I thought one was Eric Young. No, he's too short. It was okay. uh, I, it was Kennedy and Rude. Yeah, okay, but like it's just like Kennedy. at one angle I saw the guy. I'm like, is that? That young, so I, I just put it down in my like Ugh. questionable. Maybe but. the greatest last spot I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Undertaker ref hold the mic for him. <laughs> Fucking so good, dude. Uh, Undertaker says uh, he plays the game. If he plays the game, he will lose. Uh, Undertaker tells a story about how a kid and uh, as tells a story of him as a kid. Uh, how he went uh, home from uh, recess because no one wanted to play games. It was the ninth grade PE teacher for the women. Yep. The Undertaker tells this, uh, <laughs> talks about how making a dog mad uh, while Undertaker gets closer to the ring. Stephanie tells the cops about the restraining order. Undertaker tells her to shut her face. Und- so, I'm not going to lie, I popped with that. Yeah. He was like, shut your face, bitch. I was like, whoa. Und- I, I would have popped if I weren't already asleep. From the length I mean, of Undertaker's you know, yeah. diet. Undertaker <laughs> says that he's made a few calls to a lawyer, uh, to a Bell's bondman, and uh, the third one, uh, third call was to 911. Undertaker runs through the cops and attacks Undertaker. Uh, cops try to stop Undertaker, but uh, Undertaker throws them into Triple H. Uh, then after after the brawl for a bit, Triple Undertaker is finally arrested. Someone call nine one. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, we get a uh, recap of moments ago uh, during the break. Undertaker's being taken to a cop car, uh, and he's asking if he knows any good places for a donut shop. Uh, we go backstage with the rock. Yeah, you ever notice these like pro cop fuckers don't like it when they're being arrested, huh? No. We're not pro cop anymore, right? Yeah. Ooh, donut. Funny piggy. how that works. Piggy piggy. Backstage, Rock arrives to the arena as he walks into that wriggle. Regal tells Rock that he should remain in his dressing room. Vince doesn't want uh, anything to happen to his main event. 
Uh, Rock, aren't you the guy who just drank pee last week? And Rock tells him, okay, no problem. <laughs> Got him. Our first match of the night, guys, is APA with Jackie taking on X-Factor members, X-Pac, and Just Incredible. Hey, you're dealing with the X-Factor. I got everything I've ever wanted, and I'll never you're be not enough for me. I know you hate X-Factor, but you ain't got to look at me like that. Ow, ow, ow. That's uh, what you're talking about. Cow, cow, cow. Bradshaw with a big boot to Incredible. Bradshaw with a big shoulder tackle to X-Pac. X, uh, X-Pac with a spinning heel kick to Farouk. Farouk with a backbreaker uh, to X-Pac, and it damn near looked like he broke him in half. Let me check that out. Uh, Bradshaw throws Credible into the barricade and turns around into a scissor kick by Albert. X-Pac ducks the clothesline from Hill and hits a spinning heel kick. X-Pac goes for the crossbody off the top rope, but Bradshaw catches him and throws, there's a throwaway slam. Farouk with a power slam to X-Pac. Then the RTC runs down and gets involved. Taz leaves the announce table to get involved. Bradshaw hits a uh, Albert hits a scissor kick uh, leg drop on Farouk uh, for X Pac to get the cover. Scissor kick leg drop. Yeah, like a standing figure four, basically. Uh, Steven then super kicks Taz and then Val hits the money shot on Taz. We go backstage and a limo shows. uh, Shane arrives and walks up. WCW one, sir. Thank you. Uh, arrives in the arena and walks up to Kurt and Eddie and says, hello. Kurt makes sure to tell Eddie uh, as he leaves, he goes, hey, by the way, you know I didn't tap out Monday, telling Eddie this. Uh, Then we see the Hardys talking, and then uh, Shane walks up to them. Hey, if there's any any news about WCW, let us know. Yeah, I want out. Keep them. Keep us in mind. Oh, too late to sign. <laughs> keep us in mind because we're interested. <laughs> then we see. Love. Then we see Paul Heyman. Hey, can't grieve forever. Paul Heyman joins commentary. He's like, "Hey, we're not talking about that WCW uh, company anymore. We're not allowed to bring those letters up. Yep. There's only one CW in wrestling, and it was ECW. I love that he's wearing the hats though. So funny. <laughs> uh, our next match is Chris like Benoit. Just flame out spectacularly like <laughs> two months ago. Our next match is Chris Benoit and Test taking on Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle. Yes, please. Okay. Test Benoit with, Test is a scary motherfucking tag team. Test with a power bomb for a two yeah, on Eddie. Test goes for the pump handle slam on Angle, but Angle low blows him and rolls behind uh, rolls behind Test and it's puts him in the ankle lock. Huh? Wow, that's crazy. Is Angle's the only one who's alive in that match. Isn't that nuts? And, and could have sh- barely, too. Like, he shouldn't be. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Damn. Jesus, dude. Uh, Tess goes for the rope, uh, but he taps out multiple times. Uh, but they let Tess get to the rope. Because he's, like, reaching. He's, like, yeah, tap, no, tap, see, like, tap. He's straight up tapped. Reach. No, no, no. That's fine. Allow it. Keep, keep going. Kurt goes for multiple suplexes. We don't talk about that. <laughs> but Tess uh, back elbows him after one. Kurt moves out of the way, and Eddie takes a big boot by Tess. Benoit puts Eddie in the cross face for the win. Angle then comes in and puts Benoit in the ankle lock. Backstage, we see Regal having Deborah in his office, and Regal says Deborah's personal responsibility uh, is personally responsible for anything that happens between Rock and Austin. I agree. Regal says uh, since she is uh, she has reason in both people, hey, Deborah, she better do the right thing. We go backstage with Billy Gunn, or should I say the one, the one. Bow. Billy Gunn. As they're just talking, and uh, Shane tells Gunn that he has... Sorry, brother, I was sweating. (laughs) 
Uh, he has the... Uh, Testify. You know, hey, you have the talent. I guess maybe go to WCW. Uh, congratulate Gun. congratulate Shane. Stephanie shows up, tells Shane that Vince has lost it, and, uh, and how could he do that to his own father? Shane says, well, you know, I own a part of WWE. Uh, I, own, I own WCW, and I also own part of the WWF. Smartest uh, man in the room? Look at him. Look at him. Uh, look at him scouting talent. Yeah. It's almost like they were planning on having the WCW weekly television show. How'd that work out? We'll get to that later. Stephanie uh, tells Shane that Vince is going to kill him at WrestleMania, and uh, Shane says, well, we'll see about that. That's going quickly. We get a recap of Raw fully returning and announcing that he's we'll the special guest referee in oh, the Lord. McMahon's match. Backstage, we see Austin arriving to the arena. R- Regal walks into him and tells him, hey, uh, we need you to be separated tonight. Uh, nothing should happen. Nothing can ruin the main event at WrestleMania. Austin just walks along. Just stares at him. We go backstage with Trish Trish and Vince arriving to the arena. We want to know who the hell parked in his spot, and it's one limo. <laughs> no, here, hold on. This is where Trish, like, who's, like, standing even with the tire. Yep. So there's no way she sees the front of the limo, and she's like... Iggying off she's the license at, she's plate. She's still by the front door. She's <laughs> yeah. by the driver door. Which still, what you didn't see it was a mirror in the front of the car. She, yeah. she's, she's actually spying. She saw the reflection off the camera. And they found the biggest nerd they could find who was not ready to be on TV at all. Like, come on, man. You can't bring it in my smooth with this. This is what <laughs> yeah. he does, baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is what he does. As it's a limo that says uh, WCW1. I'll be honest. Would you have popped if it was at my school? Hell yeah. That would be so great, would dude. Pop. I'll be honest. I honestly thought they were leaving the arena. It's like they, they ent- left the door. I'm like, oh, they're leaving? I haven't seen them. All right, good. Have fun. And then it's like, who the hell took my spot? I'm like, fuck. They just showed up. Uh, we're going to highlight some Raw of the main event between Rock, Austin, and uh, Undertaker Kane. We get a promo now by one Stone Cold. Uh, Austin has something to say, and he wants to say it to the Rock's face. He calls out the Rock, but Vince comes out. Vince That's says that... The Rock. Vince says, you know, I've had a bad couple days, and I'm not going to have anything ruin my WrestleMania. Vince says at, uh, at WrestleMania in the main event uh, will be intact, and Austin will get in, uh, needs to get out of the ring. Jesus. Austin punches Vince. Rock comes out. Rock did something to Austin that no one has done. Rock stunned Austin and drank his beer. Austin says, <clears throat> you know, I respect you for what you did. Austin gets a beer and shoves it in the chest of the Rock. Austin wants to make a toast. Here's to your health, your happiness. An aggressive toast. Rock walking down the aisle at, uh, as the <laughs> WF champion for the last time. They cheer, and Austin starts to drink, but Rock takes the mic for no, Not when they cheers. Uh, Austin hit him as hard as he fucking could with the beer. <laughs> yeah, so right. uh, Rock decides to do the same thing and have his own toast. Here's to Austin's health, happiness, and Austin getting his ass whooped at WrestleMania. Then they brawl. Vince calls for the refs and security to come out to separate them. Nope, that's not helping. The roster comes out. They brawl to the back. They brawl through the crowd. All hell is breaking loose. That was really effective. It was. It was a really it's good a, segment. It's a real good segment. The perfect, like, go-home segment for, this, for the match. Yes. Uh, moment for we once. Get a, are we going to recap on moments ago? We see backstage Trish checking on Vince, saying his, he almost lost his main event. Then Vince sees the screen that Shane's talking to Jericho, and Vince wants to know what the hell they're talking about. Jericho is part of WF. What is he doing talking to Shane? <laughs> Our next match, though, it's Matt Hardy with Jeff taking uh, versus Rhino, who's with Edge and Christian. With Jeff, not 
tag team. Not tag teaming. Not a tag team match. And Rhino is a fresh opponent. Yeah. Yep. So we're okay. Rhino goes for the and spear. And remember, he's not retarded anymore. Yep. Rhino goes for the spear. <laughs> spike came in. But Matt moves out of the way and hits a twist of fate. <laughs> Ed gets in the ring, but Jeff fights him out of the ring. Christian's going to come in and hit Matt with the unprettier, but uh, Christian comes in the Shut ring, TLC. hits Matt with the unprettier, and Rhino gets the win. It's my favorite TLC song. Edge and Christian bring a ladder in, and they're going to hit Matt with it, but Jeff comes in with oh, a chair. A Hardy's uses the ladder and Edge and Christian. Matt hits Rhino with the twist of fate, and Jeff hits the swanton. Then the Hardys go get the table, but the Dudleys come out and attack the Hardys as the Dudleys throw a 3D Rhino through the table. Bless me. Thank you. Uh, backstage, we see Vince running into uh, Jericho, wondering what the hell is a WWF employee talking to Shane about. And Vince says, we're just shooting the breeze. Uh, Jericho's like, we're just shooting the breeze. Junior. Uh, we're going to recap. He what called this- him Junior. <laughs> I, you know. Now he's technically a junior, but but I don't know if you guys know this, but maybe the biggest pet peeve Vince has is anybody calling him junior. Really? Because of that? Well, I, I know some Fucking of the pet peeves hates it. He, Jericho's shit you can't sneeze yep. in front of him. You can't like call, you can't be sick in front of him. Um, you have to. He eats pizza with a fork and knife, or like any fuck, any food, any food. God, he sucks. I think any food with a fork and a knife. What a loser. He uh, yeah, no. He yeah. hated Captain Lou Albano. Albano would purposely call him Junior every time he saw him. Because he knew he hated it so much. I would do it if I ever see him. Man. What's up, Junior? What's up, uh, Vince is talking with Trish. He's happy uh, He he's happy that uh, Shane's out of the building. But you know what would make Vince even more happier? If Trish was in a match with Ivory tonight. But not in an ordinary match. A brawn panties match. Okay. For reasons. It was real per. Are you wearing panties, Trish? Yeah. This was. Do you have a bra on, Trish? So creepy. It was. Uh, Undertaker's music hits. I don't want to see him in bra panties, man. No. Rolling, 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 rolling. And here comes Triple H. Oh, wait a minute. That's not Taker. On Undertaker's bike. Stephanie comes out, gives Triple H an old sledgehammer, if you know what I mean. And then Un- Triple H she attacks the Undertaker. him? <laughs> Just live on stage. If you want, if you want to. Uh, Time to play the game, Triple H attacks Undertaker's bike with a sledgehammer and then tosses it off the stage. That would have been so awesome. It's Rhea's gimmick. That's that's how he spits the water out. Yeah. That's not water. It wasn't voluntary. It was some pressure. We go backstage. I just saw that clip of the one where Austin wouldn't let him spit his water. You ever seen that? No. So he's doing like he's getting ready to do this post, and, like, yeah. and Austin's in the ring. He's like, no, 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 you're not doing that stupid shit. Spit the water out, and get in the ring. We gotta talk. So Triple H just stares at him and just like spits it onto the ground, like angrily, and then gets <laughs> it. Like, it's fucking hilarious. I, I sent you the photo on the video on Instagram. Uh, it was a house show, and it was like around this time frame, and it was Benoit, Angle, Rikishi. Oh, six way test of strength. Six way test of strength, <laughs> and then uh, uh, it, it, but it, Triple H and Rock are losing, and then Austin. Kicks open and puts himself in, and then all the faces start winning again. I'm like, so stupid. That's stupid, or that's funny. That's a house show spot. It's so great. That's the house shows I want to go see. Yeah. Not whatever. When the main eventer is not Taker, because he wouldn't wouldn't do that shit, that's so great. Yeah. Right. Well, I've seen the one with Taker. He's going crazy on the ring. He's going crazy. Have you seen that one? 
He's he's trying to get the hot tag, and he's legit like running around the ring, <laughs> he's, and he's like so, clapping the turnbuckle. Like, oh, he, no! he, gra- he grabs somebody's water and sprays it all over himself, and starts headbanging. Like he's, he's stomping on the steps and then running from one I, end to the I other. I have not seen that. <laughs> oh, it's, that that's a house show. It's just yeah, him, fantastic. Like, like try, he's like the, See, on the cock. Maybe that shit. They need like, like house show footage. It's like he's doing the Ultimate Warrior. Yes, yeah. so great. <laughs> he dude. took it to a twelve on. Give me the hot tag. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, and then he low blowed everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a year where he was just dick kicking motherfuckers. That's all his thing. Yeah. Dick kicking bitches. Uh, we go backstage with Vin uh, with Regal telling Deborah that Vince wants us here. Uh-oh. Vince tells Deborah that uh, <laughs> I, you know I got it. Um, that you know. Uh, brings Send up that <laughs> because of Stone Cold that they hate each uh, that they hate uh, Rock and Austin hate each other and because of her he almost lost his main event so Deborah you are being relieved of being the Rock's manager Vince threw his back out trying to make her the victim in this one yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go and translate this for you Joe uh, Austin was tired of his wife being on TV. And, um, there we go. At least in his angle. Wanted to switch that up real quick. Our next match is a bra and panties match. Uh, Ivory rips the shirt off of Trish. China comes in to rip the rest of Ivory's clothes off. Cool. That was fun. Our <laughs> next match and our main event is William Regal and The Big Show. Well. Taking on Kane and Chris Jericho. That's a weird tag match. That's a but, weird fucking tag match. But hear me out. What? I'm okay with this because it's not... We've already dealt with the, the big three matches You know, we're trying to deal with. Later on, the you know, nah, I needed Dudley's and Hardy's in there. You're right, you are right. Needed Adam Dudley's and Hardy, yeah, bringing that and Edge and Christian, especially as referees. God damn it, yeah. you know, but patented Edge Christian running, patent, uh, <laughs> legit shoot. Son of uh, a Regal sh- talks about how he'll be uh, become the IC hey. champion and make uh, Jericho <laughs> feel like he got uh, hacked up by a bloody hatchet. Uh, <clears throat> That's what he says. Big Show military presses Jesus Jericho Christ. and holds him up in the air Steve for a Ward. while. Jericho goes to the walls to Jericho and Regal, but Big Show choke slams him. Kane then uh, hits Big Show with the top rope clothesline. Wait, Raven wait. comes out to distract Kane and the ref. Uh, Regal hit has a fire extinguisher and you hits uh, Jericho with it. Regal then puts Jericho on the Regal stretch for the win. Big Show and Kane uh, hits Kane with the final cut on the outside. Raven tries to attack Big Show, but Big Show throws him into the still steps. Yeah, I maybe thought twice about that. Yeah, it doesn't work out so well. We get a promo for uh, WrestleMania, the My Way, Rock and Austin. And then we end it with backstage with Kevin Kelly finding Austin in the hallway. Austin says the, that setup was bullcrap. That's not what he said. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Vince gave, uh, gives Rock his manager. Bullshit. Yeah, he thought he was fucking Moxley all of a sudden. Rock Jesus hitting Austin with uh, his stunner, drinking his beer. Bottom line is that Austin needs to win, needs to be champion. And then Austin has a little eerie smile to end SmackDown. Yeah, he did. I liked it. I thought it was a strong ending to SmackDown. This bullshit. Yeah, Moxley there. Him just losing it in the back. It was great. Wasn't full Moxley because he didn't he didn't, uh, didn't he didn't say bleed. he was going to pound Rock's bones into dust and drink his blood and he didn't he didn't bleed <laughs> yeah what whoa so guys what was the better show I'm SmackDown, Smackdown actually SmackDown. SmackDown was a really good fucking show a really good go home to what is a stupidly stacked WrestleMania and we're gonna find out about that in a second <laughs> so let's go to the ratings all right. 
Then we will mark out another song. So let's go to ratings for Monday night. Oh, yeah. This... So, do you guys know? Do you guys want to take a guess? Do you have the ratings for the very first Nitro? I can get it for you. I would like the comparison, please, sir. Okay. I know I should have told you that an hour ago. I apologize. But... Uh, it's fine. You I... know what? Fuck it. Wild card, bitches. That's why he's looking that up, Corey. Uh, that bummed me out, man. Yeah. It's... I uh, As a WCW guy... I'm not happy that it lost. Nope. That it was out, not even lost. It was out of business. It was a bummer of a show. It was depressing. It sucked, man. Yeah. It not was... even like, and not even because it was a bad show. I was just bummed out that it was ending. What is the so? I have the first Nitro because there was no Raw. Yeah. But I have the first night of them. Both. No, just the first one. Okay. So nine four nineteen ninety five. Raw nothing. Nitro, a 2.5. It's not a whole lot worse than that, probably. It's probably I'll just say this. The following week, Raw got a 2.5. Nitro got a 2.4. Which, it's awkward how dead on Eric Bischoff was at the beginning. He said after they got going into, going into starting Nitro, he looked at the trends, the ratings, and everything, and he figured that the two shows combined had about a 5 to play with. And right off the bat, 2.5, 2.5, 2.4. He was dead on. So we got a five when it's when it's legit neck to neck about a five. And it's been funny because last week for WCW Nitro, a 2.15. And this has been like you guys were questioning me about the ratings because I'm like, last week Nitro got a 2.05. The week before, 2.05. You know, and you're like, are you what does this one get? 2.15. Mm-hmm. This one does. Not the last week. This is last week. WF Raw got a 4.6 for Raw. This week, WCW. I'm oh, sorry, WF 4.6 again. The final, the final WCW Nitro got a three. Yep. Well, word of mouth. I mean, I mean. Yep. Like I said, I watched it because I, I knew that Vince bought it, so I wanted to see what yeah. the then fuck was happening. The last time they got a three. Oh, my God. 9-11-2000. Well. That's actually way sooner than I thought it was. Oh, there's that. I really thought it was sooner than that. Not even, that's not like Russo's that. first show. That's no. a couple weeks later. No, no, that he said 2000. 9-11-2000. versus that's right. Yeah, I thought Jesus. it was... That's actually later than I thought. I would have thought 99 for sure. Um, I can tell you right now, I have the card up for 9-11-2000 here. Was it uh, World, Saudi Arabia? WCW World Tag Team Match. Juventud Guerrero and Rey Mysterio Jr. Defeat Chronic. Jesus. Stickball Pat on a Pole Match. Oh, my God. Reno defeats Big Vito. Oh, my God. Singles match, Medusa defeats Tori Wilson. Singles match, Jeff Jarrett defeats Miss Jones. <laughs> it's the height of WCW. In a, non, in a non-title match, General Rection defeats Lance Storm. In a no-DQ two-on-one handicap match, Sting defeats the Harris Brothers. And the main event was for the WCW title as one Kevin Nash defends it against... Scott Steiner. Damn. Jesus. That is the last time we go so to. SmackDown get? Uh, let me go on back on down to SmackDownville. Um, 
That's first one. Uh, that's that. That's there. Uh, last week. Um, oh, dang it. Oh, there we go. Last week, uh, Thunder got a 1.85, while WF got a 4.2. This week, no Thunder. Uh, for But WF, 4.9. It's a strong go-home show. It's strong a real go strong go-home show. So let's mark out no sell for WrestleMania X7. The final pay-per-view of the war stories. The final pay-per-view. We're at the uh, Reliant Astrodome. Or is it the... It's the Reliant Astrodome, yeah. They hadn't built Reliant Stadium yet. That was in a couple years. Sunday Night Heat. Two black men taking on (laughs) X-Factor. And uh, depending on how you watched it, uh, we all saw that match. We saw that match. (laughs) More of that later. Uh, No stuff. That's that's a hard pass on that. WWF Intercontinental Championship. Chris Jericho defending against his lordship, William Regal. And we're in WrestleMania now. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Six-man tag team match. The right to censor taking on the APA and Taz. Hard no. Absolutely not. Don't blame me. Triple threat hardcore title match. Raven defends against Big Show. Well, And Kane. Fuck yes. I'm for it. I am... I remembered this match once they added the stipulation. I am so excited to watch this match. European title match. Test. Defending against Eddie Guerrero. Hmm. I would say yes. Can't. It's a dumb build. I like these two. I'm sure the match is going to be fine, but uh, no. I'll say yes. Why not? Kurt Angle one-on-one with Chris Benoit. Fuck yes, please. Fuck yes. I'll have what he's having. (laughs) An orgasm. (sighs) Oh. W- I think really the main event of the night, the match we all are, are yeah. waiting for. The WF women's title <laughs> on the line, Ivory against China. <laughs> no. This I'm match gonna... sucks. Almost like a leak. Yeah. I'm going to try and go through the uh, concessions. <laughs> I'm going to force a turd out. <laughs> so, like, You're going to go. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, <laughs> it's try. facto. Let me try here. Extra facto. No holds barred. Yeah. No disqualification. Yeah. Father versus son, yep. special guest referee Mick Foley, yep. owner of WWF, Mr. McMahon, along with Trish Stratus, Stephanie McMahon, and his catatonic wife, yep. versus owner of WCW, Shane McMahon, who held a number <laughs> of his employees hostage and put him in a suite. Yes. Did I miss anything? Marking out. Yeah, I'll mark Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll mark out. Just in case there was enough bullshit surrounding this fucking match. <laughs> I'll mark out. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine, like, writing all of that on the sheet? Like, here's what we're going you here. That's what's crazy? What? Finkel can't use cards. He had to just remember <laughs> that shit. Oh, Joe. Yeah, remember, sure. You want to pause this? No, 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 no. Let's keep, go- let's keep <laughs> going. Let's keep going. So, uh, in a surprising move that... Yeah, shot yeah, didn't right. Yeah, killed the crowd. <laughs> a little weird. Next match is TLC two. <laughs> uh, okay, Edge and Christian against the Dudley Boys against the Hardy Boys. Yes. Yeah, I will. Even Absolutely. Though, even though it's <laughs> even though the build's been bad, I'll get their ass franchised. Up next, though, the Gizimic Battle Royal. Let's not say names. Yeah, don't nope. say names. Let's say names. But say, say so, so they've announced Doink, Doink the Gooker. 
Hayes. Hayes. Hillbilly Jim. Jim. Repo Man and... There was, there, like was a, like, there was six. There was an image of like six or six to eight. Slaughter. 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 Yeah. And yes, by the way. Yeah. I am, I'm for it. I want to know who the fuck they're going to drink. Oh, when, okay. I have a question for you guys when we get there on, on okay. the show. Okay. Triple H, one-on-one with The Undertaker. No. Uh, no. Uh, yes. Son of a bitch. A small yes. Dick Flair. Uh, and a main event, no disqualification. For the WWF Championship, The Rock defending against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. Yeah. Hard, hard yes. It's a stacked fucking card. It's maybe... Oh, my God. If it's not... I mean, I totally... People say this is their favorite WrestleMania of all time. This guy? That's... I can't argue that at all. I mean, famously, it won. Our Russell Tamer bracket is the best WrestleMania of all time. This is a no-brainer... It's an all-timer. I'm, I, I, somebody agreed with me. I can't remember who, uh, but I said, uh, to me, it's the second most loaded WrestleMania of all time. The WrestleMania 19. Mine 32. Actually, no, fuck that. The 19 actually was sneakily more loaded. Yeah. Um, but either way you go, I mean, fucking hell. The, it's, it's it's an iconic. Card. It's an all timer. It's an all. Oh and my it's, god! It's in the top three for the best builds they ever did to a mania. Yep. And I and honestly, the, the Tyson one isn't in the top three, but Hogan Andre was. Yeah. I mean, a master class in building, and then the year and a half long Mega Powers explode thing with Savage and Hogan. Which made so much money, he didn't know what to do with himself for a couple months. You know what, what would have been there had it been the main event? It would have been Rock and Hogan, but it was the main event. Yep, and well, and then they had it with that great in-ring promo, and then decided to add vehicular manslaughter, mm-hmm. and, run and then <laughs> one bandage, and then one bandage. <laughs> And ruined it, but yeah. <laughs> you know what? You don't worry about that. Here's what we're gonna do. You know, some recap. They don't really show them that part. Nope, you know, never. The promo right to the match. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a loaded, loaded fucking mania. Loaded. Uh, yep. Four hours, a yeah, gentleman's oh, yeah. four hours. It, by the way, first four-hour mania. Was it? Yep. What was the longest one before that? Uh, four, I think, went three and a half because that was the world title tournament that had like something like eighteen yeah. matches on the fucking card, and then also the tournament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Got <laughs> um, up until then, yeah, and then 2000, the year before was three and a half. I think yeah. they were testing the waters that the gentleman's year. four hours. Yeah, <laughs> so we have the final pay per view war stories coming up. Oh, for uh, WrestleMania 17, but this brings an end to the Monday Night War stories. He looks different, but next week we're doing the best of. So uh, Corey is going to talk what we've done for the past six years and what has happened on TV and pay-per-views for the next six years. Accepted. But are we not doing awards on this show? Oh, we are. Oh, but okay. I'm <laughs> getting to it. I'm just... Well, it sounded like you were going into the closing No, no, spiel. no, no, no. I was just saying that next week here, we're doing the best of. So it's the six, six long, six and a half long years of this... Uh, and then we're going to put a poll on, buddy. Uh, we're going to vote, uh, do you want Joe to do weekly heat episodes starting all over again in well, August 98? 
We'll, we'll give him a choice. It's either week-long heat episodes or, Douglas or the best of franchise Shane Douglas. Well, best one, of, one Sh- or the other. Best of Shane Douglas is like an hour. And the so gimmick, like the gimmick can hour. make that happen. Why not both? I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Fuck off. Was he ever on heat? No. No. Well, God damn it. But yeah, so next week it's the best of. We're going to be talking about... Things that we liked back then that we didn't now. Things that we hated then, but we love now. Do you know what I have? Huh. I wrote down my top ten greatest performers of the Monday Night War stories. I have my top ten moments. Both companies. Like, what what that have... means is I didn't do a top ten for each. I yeah. just did a top ten, and these were the greatest performers in the Monday Night War stories. Yeah. I have 30 moments I have to pare down to ten. Well, nah, it's going to be rough. Keep, you can keep it. Like... I have so like right now in my notes I, I was start, I was gonna send you a photo of stuff of like things that we can talk about and be like we're we can, we're gonna bring up stuff of like NWO Wolfpack did Luger get, who attacked Luger to this day um, who's driving that goddamn Hummer who drove the Hummer she, Page in the package. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, no limit soldiers. Rap is crap. <laughs> We're gonna talk about all of that. You know the Montreal screw job, the attitude era, the baffling employment of Ricky Rackman. People jumping to, to companies back and forth. Why does Dose W promote vehicular manslaughter? Steiner's, Kimberly, uh, Nash, the Hummer. We're talking about all that next week here. Yes, we will. But before we end this week's episode, let's go to our favorite part of the show, the award show. Let's start off with best match. Pure nostalgia, Sting versus Flair. The match, yes, is not good, but I mean... For pureness, you got me. I'm going with it. I'll go with it. Yeah. Uh, yak match of the night. Taz versus Val. That was stupid. That was really stupid. Waste. I was Fucking. going Stasiak and Bigelow. But I'm going Stasiak Bigelow. I mean, there, there it is. We're both right. Thumbs up. Uh, who is your MVP? Shane O'Mac. No chance. That's what you got. Shane O'Mac for me. Thinking you're right, Austin. In any other circumstance, Shane McMahon. Walks away with this. And I will give a shout out to Vince McMahon. Maybe put himself on TV too much, but he was tremendous in being the ass that, that mm-hmm. ate it in the end. But I'm going Austin. Yeah. He was so good. By the way, maybe contentious, but so good that what I didn't realize happened the first time, but what I noticed this time for me personally... The 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 space between one and two with him and the rock widened yes. watching this yes. build. Yes, it did. Like I was like, oh damn, he is so much better uh, than the yeah, rock. Yeah, widened because the rock is so much better than Austin. We all, right. we all agree on it. We all agree. Yeah. That's uh, what he was saying. My MVP is uh Austin. The last coward. The last uh sorry. The Don't. last segment on SmackDown with uh the Rock and unfollow me on Twitter too. There it is. Yes. Uh, last segment on with him being full of bullshit. Everybody's against me. Uh, I need to be champion. Which type tremendous stuff. for, yeah, for character development. Um, WTF? Nope. Motive. 
Oh, sorry, Moe. Moe, I got to finish the show. Strictly storyline. Vince McMahon. That's a rough week for Yeah, Vince. my Modib is... Rough week for old Vinnie Mac. <laughs> Boy, ooh, not sure week, bud. When he's on... He's on it started Monday, out great. It went real downhill He's real fast. on Monday Nitro for... Uh, on Monday night combined like 14 times. I will say this. Mine's not kayfabe. It's uh, 95% of the workforce in WCW. <sighs> yeah. Uh, the yeah. guys behind the... I, I remember Tony, I was listening to Tony's podcast famously. Like Later on that week, they all got summoned to WCW headquarters and were told to get their shit and give the badges and get the fuck out. And See ya. Yep. You can, you can try to apply to other Turner or AOL Time Warner divisions. Uh, good luck. You're is what they said. The yeah, good luck. So, WTF. Yeah. What was um, your motive? Uh, mine was Vince. For being on my screen for about maybe a total of one hour this whole week. We talked about what WCW might have done if they come back. Let's talk about what WF wanted to do. Okay. Before the WTF. No, that's my WTF. Oh, okay. Okay. Because okay. what else are we gonna talk about? Um They were they were serious. They had booked they had scheduled house shows for WCW in May. They they had booked a tour. Nobody would give them a TV show, kind of like Ring of Honor or with AEW right now. Nobody would give them TV time. TNN didn't want to do it. I can't believe UPN with SmackDown by far their, 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 their best show wouldn't say, yes, you can have two more hours of, of right. our product. But no. No, we get well, Moesha <coughs> runs in there. I think UPN was burned by XFL, actually. But they were so desperate. You know what they were planning on doing? No. I was making sure you're paying attention because well, I'm, I'm listening. They were willing, and I'm not kidding here, to turn WWF Raw into WCW Nitro. And WCW was going to have Mondays. WWF was going to have Thursdays on UPN. It was going to be SmackDown and Nitro. I don't like that. No shit. Hmm. I don't like that. And they had already figured out who was going where. Austin and Taker were going to Nitro. Neither one was happy about that. Rock and Triple H were going to be the backbone of WWF. They're younger. Makes sense. Go from there. Okay. Theoretically, at this point, you can build longer on Triple H and Rock. They didn't know what was about to happen, but, yep. you know. That was, that was the theory. They were, they were willing. Uh, it sounds nuts when you think about it. You figure yeah. they would just pony up SmackDown. It's two years compared to Raw's. But they were going to go. They figured if Nitro was going to, if WCW as a brand was going to succeed, it had to have the Nitro They're not wrong. name yeah. and the Monday night slot. That was their thought process. If we want this to succeed, we need to give it that one. And reality, if you think about it, it's kind of what they did a year later with the brand split when Bischoff's running Monday Night Raw and it's got the bigger stars and the, the Monday Night feel while SmackDown has the wrestlers and the younger guys. The only thing is SmackDown had the cruiserweights. Put that over on Raw and you've pretty much got WCW on Mondays, Derek on Thursdays. And Ruthless Aggression, of course. I love Ruthless Aggression. That's my favorite era. Fucking goddamn. Hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people weren't happy about that thought. A lot of people were not on board with that thought. But Vince had... No, Vince is. He's stubborn. It's my WTF. Sword Art talked about it. It's uh, just a bummer of a day. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Getting in, getting ready to watch this nitro. I was like, I'm not gonna be happy when it's over. 
but I and I purposely wanted to watch the Vince simulcast on Nitro. I wanted to watch the entire episode of Nitro. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I did. I that's about. what I did. Because when Raw happens, I fast forward through same. Raw. That's part. what same. I did. Yeah, I fast forward. Because I was like, man, I love yeah. WCW. Okay. I I literally grew up an hour north of Atlanta. I've been to a dozen WCW shows. Like yeah. I have been to WCW television tapings. Ah, you're lucky. I uh, I love that company. It when I think of WCW, I don't think of what we just watched last year. And that's yes. not what I think no, of. I Believe it or not, me neither. It's neither. not how I picture WCW. And so, like, when people shit on it, I'm fine. I'm here for the jokes. I shit on it all the time. It was terrible. But that's not what I think of. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. I honestly don't even think of NWO. It's pre NWO I, for me. Honestly, I think of like 90, 91, 92. I think of Surfer Sting. I think, I think of Surfer of. Sting. I think of the Dangerous Alliance. Yep. I think of Flying Brian and the Steiners yep. saw, and saw, Vader. Saw, saw. Yeah, that's what I think of. Johnny B. Bad. Saw. Yep. Had confetti for a long time in a jar. Uh, so I was bummed out, man. It's not a it's not a happy occasion once that once watching WCW go off air. That's not fun. Now, having said that, and I agree with everything you just said. Because everybody, you're not allowed to just like everything these days. You got to pick sides, right? I wouldn't be happy if WWE went out of business either. No. That's a large part of my fucking it's fandom. It's not good for the business when no. stuff goes out Hell of business. No, no. It's not good. going out of business was not good. We, okay, March 26th, 2001 was the last WCW show. Yep. It took until October 2019 for a possible second place promotion that could maybe fight WWE. TNA never got there. To get started, because TNA never got there. Nope. So you're talking, everybody's like, oh, it doesn't matter. It took 18 years to get any semblance. Guess what channel it was on? TV and TNT. To get any semblance of competition. And it's still not competition. And everybody who, who thinks it is is dumb, and it, they know it's not. But it could eventually maybe become if things work out in the right ways. And that is what everybody should be hoping for. Even if you don't watch it, you should want it to be good. You should want it to have its fans and you should want it to be competition because that's when the business is at its most successful. Yeah, the territory wrestling worked because territories were over, not yeah. just Florida. Yeah. If it was just Florida, it wouldn't have happened. Nobody would have cared. No, you had New York, you had Crockett, you had Mid-South, you had World Class, you had Memphis, you had or- Portland, you had they fucking Calgary. Worked. You had. They were all popular. They were all a valid place to work. That's when the business is at its healthiest. Not when there's just WWE and then scraps. What the fuck, Joe? Um, mine... Not enough Shane Douglas. That's what not I was saying. Shane, yeah. Whole week without Shane. We went like two weeks without it, you Shane You know, Douglas. it hit me too. I'm like, kind you know, we, you know, we haven't had like, we haven't seen Chronic for like a month. <laughs> yeah, they're done. Yeah. Um, my WTF is something of, I'll bring up next week too. It's like, it's that odd thing of, we're done. It's, we're at the finish. You know, we're like, we, we just crossed, we're about to finish the, cross the finish line with the final pay-per-view war series with WrestleMania. But it's just like. WrestleMania. But it's just that crazy thing of not having to watch six hours worth of stuff and take notes. You know, like, we've been doing this for like six years. What show did you start on? Was it Finger Poke? No, it was Rock Bottom. 
Because <laughs> you were like, why the fuck did you start on this show? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you know what? Later on, I still reiterate, why the fuck did you start on that show? <laughs> yes. Rock bottom 98. So, so I mean. So, 98. So, you know what? He's, so you know what? This right here is the longest tenured group yep. on this show. I were the A-team. Yeah. Yeah. known. Because Joe Jeff didn't quite make it two years. Yeah. Mm. Rick didn't, and Rick didn't make it. He made, he made it a year, year and four months. Yeah, at least. So, yeah, this is the longest tenure group here, too. So, this is the A team. And it's I, just. I'm the Mark Madden of the group. What's up? There it is. It's just like that crazy thing of. We didn't fire you near the end because you uh, kept putting <laughs> over Scott Hall. Hey, yo. <laughs> it's just like that crazy thing of like. Time to burn one. Now coming to the realization of us doing this for six years and not having to watch. A Nitro. Oh, come on. Uh, a Nitro, a Raw, <laughs> a Thunder, a SmackDown, or a pay-per-view. It's or, weird. Or back-to-back weeks with a pay-per-view, and it's just like... It's weird. Five straight weeks, for instance. Yeah, or five that straight was, weeks. That was a nightmare. That was the nightmare. That was a goddamn nightmare. That sucked ass. But, that almost know, did me in. That sucked yeah. ass, dude. But it's just... My WTF is that it's like, we're done. And it just blows my mind. Of or just, are we done? Redo! Yeah. Good God. Do it every year, but somehow... Do but only in Spanish. Only in Spanish. That's right, baby. Nah, we should do something else, but I don't know. We'll figure something, but we need a break. Oh, yeah, yeah. we're definitely taking a break. Yeah. That is much needed. But coming here next week here, it will be the best of. We're going to be talking about those five straight weeks of pay-per-views. We're going to be talking about vehicular manslaughter. Jeff, this, this one is for you. Je- uh, if you want maximum database... Uh, we may or may or may not be getting a uh, phone call from maybe both Jeff oh and, God, Jack. and Rick. Rick? Fuck, fuck Ricky. Yeah, I'll I, say it here. I'm on air. I doubt that. I, you know he what? might. He I might. I dare him to call I think in. How Rick, about that? Rick, I, I think Rick's going to call in, but he's going to make it a... Uh, you know what? It's going to be a... Uh, a skit. A skit. If Ricky yeah. doesn't call in... Confirm he's an Oregon State I, Beavers fan. I think he confirmed. said. I think he said he's going to be on the page in the package. I thought that uh, was set. Oregon State Bears. Confirmed. If he doesn't call in, Ricky's favorite team is the Seattle Sounders. Confirmed. Ooh, I'll make sure he knows. Uh, That's hot. that. But yes, next week we'll be talking about the best of the war stories. And I'm listening to the show. He's and, not going to listen to the show. And what we've de- what we've done for the past six. A lot of heat seekers to the face. So. You can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us all on the social medias, on the Twitter, the Facebook, and the Instagram, nosoentertainment or nosoent. You can find us on almost all the podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. Baby. You can uh, leave us a review, a five-star review on all that. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast.